You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitive sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny meat ninny pants. So crack open the mountain dew. Make sure the cheese dough are super fresh or in your mother's basement. It's Nerd Rage Radio. And we're back, episode 131. Now, as you may or may not remember from last week, Adam is going to be hit or miss here for the next couple of weeks. He has some training that he has to do, so his schedule is super trash. So we're going to do what we can to accommodate. I'm going to try to bring in different folks that you might not get the opportunity to hear as often or that you do hear as often, just not on this platform, or that you do hear as often and on this platform. (laughs) So today I am joined by Mr. Pinkerton from the Realm of Collectors. That's Pinkerton if you're nasty. What's up? And what do you have a little nickname you want to go as? Black Evan. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) I have Evan in the building as well. And uh, he came equipped. uh, For those listening, uh, we know this isn't a uh, video show. He is in. I'm going to do it in the in the modern, super, super sensitive white liberal way. He is in, and then you have to look at their face and make sure that what you're saying is right. A- African American. I'll allow it. <laughs> and he has seen Black Panther, and ever since he saw Black Panther, he's been wearing totem necklaces and um, all made out of rope. He had, used to have a Figaro chain. He hung it up. <laughs> <laughs> and he has the whole continent of Africa on his T-shirt in the fi- in the in the shape of a colonizer's thumbprint. Mm-hmm. That's basically how it is now. <laughs> you know. So we're going to talk about Black Panther a little bit, and we're also going to talk about. Uh, some news and such, but in typical nerd rage fashion, we have to get into. And Evan, if you keep an eye on the screen, do you see the wave files? I do. So that's your volume. So you want to be projecting to a point where you got a nice big old wave file. I want a big wave file. Big old wave file. Yeah, I, I got a big wave file. Good. All right. Good. So, as a new guest and a first timer, let's pop your cherry mm. and. I'm going to colonize your nerd week, <laughs> which that is to fair. say, use it for my own audience's gain. That sounds fair. I'm sure I won't see any reparations from it either. <laughs> Let me tell you, there's none. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, my nerd week. Okay. I did start watching Altered Carbon. Um, Adam, was, and not just Adam, to be unfair. Uh, a lot of people are talking about it. It was all right. I'm on episode four i think um it's pretty good it's got a good story interesting world that's built um this feels funny and this <laughs> microphone in my face it's so fit. to speak and i've um, and i've often said that you should have it where the the felt of the microphone is brushing up against your lips i'm gonna get some, feel it i'm gonna get some more bass in your voice too man it feels it, like I think a man's a mustache <laughs> 
yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels yeah, like yeah, a mustache yeah, yeah, on my yeah, face, yeah. and I think that's weird. Maybe it should feel weird. That's why I keep mine long, so it doesn't feel as strange. I, yeah. I wish I could grow one. So, but um, started watching Altered Carbon. That was great. Uh, not great. It was all right so far. I wanna, uh, I've heard good things about that. I, I'm going to check it out. It's point. good. Adam Something about that guy's face. So I don't like the, the Rick Flag character. I don't know. I don't. Oh, like is that who's who's the lead? Yeah, man? yeah. I can't think of his name. He was RoboCop. He was Rick Flag, but. Something about the guy I don't like. like. He's on a streak. I'll he tell is. You what? Those are some. Maybe he's just too handsome. I don't know, but it makes me uncomfortable. Do you watch it with your wife? No. Yeah. That's, that, yeah. Because he's too handsome. Or? Yeah. Well, I don't think she would like it. Dude, sometimes I'll say this. I am. I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm look. If I were to date someone, right? I would, for a first date. I would go somewhere where there was a lot of talking to be done. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to the movies. Uh, dinner, maybe. Uh, some sort of club, but not like a loud club, like a chill club. A lounge? A lounge, yes. Got it. Because I know that what I bring to the table <laughs> is not is not handsomeness. <laughs> I know that I have my strengths. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I have a we have, we got a nerve rage question that I've yet to ask because I haven't had Adam and Joe together for the longest time. But this guy he wrote us and he said, "Big fan, been listening to it since the beginning." And he said, "Bobby always talks about how everything he does and who he is is terrible. Adam always talks about how everything he does and who he is is perfect, <laughs> and Joe is somewhere in the middle." So he wanted us all to say one. Well, he wanted me to say one positive thing about me. Physically and mentally, for Adam to say one negative thing about himself, physically and mentally, and for Joe to give one of each positive and negative about each. So I say all that to say this. Here is one of my strengths. I am a conversationalist. I can, I'm a good communicator, and I have a way of talking that can captivate people. I would have probably been a good teacher. So, I am going somewhere that I can let that side out. Got it. If I had to say the one physical thing that I'm most proud of, it's my penis. That's not first date stuff right there. It, correct. I got you. I got you. But. It might be it in might, 2018. You know what? It <laughs> might be Just thinking about that just now. He might lead with that. You never know what you'll get. But. I'm not setting records. You know, it's just really good. There you go. It's not a it's not perfect. It it's ain't not trash, well, right? it's perfect so. in a way, but it's not like it's I'm not going to be in the Guinness Book of World Records. So when I see something that I just happen to see for the first time on my own and I plan on watching it later with my wife, if some dude is in it and he's got a huge old hog on him, I'm like, I don't know if we're going to watch this. I don't know if we're going to watch this one together. So. That's, that's an altered carbon. I think Adam mentioned it last week. This, And I have to say I was on the lookout for it because there was this middle-aged guy who he said, I'm not mad at him. And I, looked, I saw it. I said, you know what? I ain't mad at that guy either. I don't know if it's CGI or what, but he had a crank on him. Yeah. yeah it was, and I, I, I just... I, I would feel this. I, I I would. I think if I was a handsome man, I would feel the same way about handsomeness. But like, I mean, we can go to Target and find some guys for <laughs> handsome. You know, it's, um, it's, it's not a big deal. It's um, just a guy. I don't know. I, it, maybe it's because, and I think it's because he's playing. I don't know if it's spoilers or not. He's supposed to be playing like an Asian guy, 
Really? Well, you know, they swap bodies and whatnot, right? Uh, see, I don't know that much about it. So. All right, so he's he's an Asian guy. Oh, well, well yeah, I do, yeah, I do. Yeah. So, so somebody was telling me about that. Yeah, he yeah. downloaded the consciousness into, yeah. But it seems like he's just playing him. Like, he's playing Rick Flagg, basically. Joel and Kinnaman's his name. Is that's his name, Joel yeah. Kinnaman. I'm usually good with names, but uh, he's playing Rick Flagg, and he's supposed to be this other guy, and it'll just... It just seems like the same character. I wish there was some distinguishing qualities that made you think that it wasn't just him. But all in all, I think it's a good show, uh, personally. Good. Anything else? You read any Black Panther this week? Uh, I did not. I did not. I do need to apologize to you. <laughs> because I've been calling Man Ape Silverback for the past two weeks, and you corrected me in a text message. <laughs> I want a chance to explain myself. I couldn't when we walked out of the theater. I couldn't remember like right. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, stop projecting. Wow, stop projecting. <laughs> I couldn't remember Man Ape's name. I know what it, the role that he plays in Black Panther's Origins, but I couldn't remember his name. And I was like, I was like, that one dude is is, and he's not called that in the movie. Mbaku. I think that's a weapon. <laughs> I think it's an African weapon. Um. But I couldn't remember his name, and I was saying, and, and Phil, I'm blaming Phil. Phil said it's Silverback, and then the, I think it was the Gorilla reference that I was, like, yeah, 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 hey, yeah. hey, it's all good. Damn it, Phil. Yeah, but so yes, the character. If you listen to last week's episode, I mean everything that I say. Just replace in your head Silverback with Man Ape. I think maybe I was afraid to say man ape. <laughs> I think you were. Because <laughs> you were a little hesitant last week. Like, uh, I think it's a silverback. <laughs> Some type of gorilla. So, um, did you do anything else? Watch anything else? See anything else? Oh, man, I, um, I'm spoiled in the fact that I get a lot of me time to kind of chill. My kids are at the point where I can, I can put them in a room and they're fine. As long as there's no screaming or, or anything like that, I'm good. Um, so I can catch up on Netflix and stuff, but I did get uh, a couple Transformer things in last week. I got the uh, MMC tapes. Oh, I got those as well. Really good, yeah. really good. Um, I'm not gonna lie, listening to Toy Detox and whatnot, and Tyler with his whole purge yeah. and stuff, it made me start to think about, man, what do I really need? And um, that's terrible. I'm like, shit. I, I do still like collecting, but you have that slump where you're like. Maybe I should just start over and start with something else. And so I was at that point, but then I got these tapes in. And now my whole sound wave display is complete. And do that you have the, kinda, do you the Ravage as well? Got the Ravage. Okay, and then you're keeping the original birds. Keeping the original yeah, birds. Well, I've got... Actually, what I have is I have um, the original Laserbeak, the small one. He's with Megatron on his arm or some shit. And... Uh, I have all the MMC minions, the, the masterpiece size yeah, minions. The, yeah, the big birds? Yeah. Oh, wow. I have all of them in their own display oh, under Soundwave's okay. show. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it looks decent if as long as they're not all crammed in one together. So all the minions are in one shelf and Soundwave's in another shelf on top of them. And um, I have the, the cassettes around them with the uh, cassette covers, I guess. And these are right. Detoffs? Yeah. I got a picture somewhere. Uh, um, but What's the biggest thing you got in a Detoff? <laughs> <laughs> You have an Omega Supreme with a detolf. You know, I was gonna get the Toy World constructor and have him fighting with Omega Supreme and put it in a detolf, but um, no, I, I don't. The biggest thing I have in a detolf is probably Carnifex. Mm. 
So it's not terrible. Gotcha. Um, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a little bit better on the suspension of disbelief. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> it's trick photography, I guess. But um, she can't have big birds sitting up on his shoulder. Hell no, no, hell no. So I was I was cognizant of that, and uh, so I made I can make use of the actual masterpiece laser beacon. But what I say that to say that it kind of got me back into it. Like I like my display, even if I sell some stuff, mm-hmm. I'm keeping the main uh, G1 Decepticons. That's I'm just doing Decepticons. So, oh, so you're purging Autobots, I, or do you not have any Autobots? I don't to have any with? Autobots. Um, I don't have any Autobots. <clears throat> I, I made that decision a couple of years ago. It's just too many of them. And Decepticons, in my opinion, have cooler character, character designs. designs. So. Except for... Oh, those guys. The Dinobots. They, they look are, good. They are. They're cool character designs. They are, and I think they would make great Decepticons, honestly. <laughs> um. And anything else? Read anything? See anything? Do no, anything? I saw Black Panther, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I saw mean, you taking pictures. How many pictures. times have you seen it? I'm seeing it again today. So once, and then I'm taking my kids to see it tonight, and then I'm seeing it by myself uh, later this week. Are you taking your kids to see it because they love superhero movies or f- for black excellence? Yes. Okay. All right. See, I, I, I asked that. I'm, like, I, I say black excellence because it's kind of become like a thing. I love it. <laughs> but I say that because, I mean, I took my kids to see Wonder Woman for that exact reason. Well, you know, because I got three daughters. They do I, like superhero movies. Right. Like, they can name superheroes, especially my daughter, which it's surprising and disappointing at the same time with my son. But um, they love superhero movies. And, and my son actually has, when I was getting the Black Panther wave, I didn't want the Killmonger. He wanted it. So instead of me selling it online, I just gave it to him, and he loves it. Hmm. So, um, and, oh, by the way, in my nerd week, I finished that Black Panther display that I told you about. Um, What'd you do for a throne? Chris Lyons off Instagram. Yeah, not not a crash box. I didn't, <laughs> didn't, get, didn't, get a, didn't get a message. <laughs> or Smash Crate. That was a setup. <laughs> or, or Smash Crate. Smash Crate actually, was available. Actually, for the price he was selling those, I, I would let I would have sent you to him anyway. It was good. Like yeah, you have a picture? Nice. Yeah. Nice. I saw it after Bobby and I talked. And I was going to come over here and, and we were going to make one. And literally that same day I saw it. And I said, holy crap, I need that because it just worked. Yeah. i tell you what. That guy, he, 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 found, the, he found the right moment to... Uh, to to get in on that, and, and he's I think he's sold maybe twenty five of those. Yeah, well, he, he said just he's went doing into production. Um, he's doing uh, Thanos' throne as well, so I'm gonna pick up the Infinity War wave. And I, I did not want to get into Marvel Legends, honestly, I really didn't. But that, that wave's trash, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? Is it? I'm in. I'm in for the Songbird and the Serpent Society guy. I already had three cases flow through me, so all I got left is Iron Man. Which Iron Man is it? Is it? It's, it, it's the new movie Iron Man. Oh, okay. Mark nine hundred and twelve or something. I got shit. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Man, I, you got to go way back in those I pictures, do. don't you? I do. Uh, I do. Damn. I got it. I got it. Um, I could have felt like we're gonna hit it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you posted it. Yeah, oh. I posted it somewhere. Oh yeah, that does look good. Yeah, hit, that throne he made was great, and like I said, it, it's. The great display. I told Bobby I was going to do it because I got an idea from uh, somebody in one of the groups. Oh, and this is Kevin. He's from Maryland. Is he? Right? 
Is this the same Kevin I'm no, thinking no, of? No, 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 no. That's no, that's Kevin. Nah. No, no, no. Oh, no, that's Kevin. Well, yeah, no, that's, no. He yeah, posted yeah. the original. Oh, okay. That's where I got the idea. That's not my. Oh, story. Okay. Actually, I, I, I want to see yours. And D amazing action. Oh, that is mine. I'm sorry. With Storm in it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you got. Dude, Storm is not getting enough love on on the royal platform. Dude, I have got, her. Gotta... I, I changed it so now she's. I have um, fuck what you call it? Uh, arm holding her like she's flying, basically. So she's flying or floating or whatever she does okay. over it. Um, but you can't see them. But Black Bolt is in the back serving refreshments. <laughs> so I'm, I made use of everybody in that way. That's the best. That's the best sort of servant, isn't it? The quiet one. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Dude, until, beat me to it. until he says no. And then guess what? It's game over exactly. for everybody. There's not enough vibranium That's in the, the world. no you're going to hear. He's going to hit you with the Caesar. No! All right. What about you, Mr. Pinkerton? Um, busy week. Uh, Man, I mean, I, honestly, most of my most of my free time was was Bobby sticking this microphone in my mouth. But um, <laughs> other than that, uh, building dioramas, man, I've I've been super busy with the crash box stuff. NJCCs this weekend, so I've been trying to build some stock for that. Uh, I did I did read a little bit and watch a little bit. I picked up the uh, Invincible Iron Man hardback, um, the Bendis run. So I don't think I've read that. I don't think you have. It, it just came out. Oh, okay. I pre-ordered okay, okay. it from Amazon, uh, and it's it's funny. Um, the um, the Iron Man figure that's actually in the Black Panther wave, the Marvel Legends figure, the one you took a look at. Yeah. That, that made me want to read the fiction. I don't know if that's ever happened to you guys. You got really? you got a figure because the figure's so good, or because you like that design. A little of both. Okay. A little of both. So it's it's I'm two or three, maybe four issues into the book so far. I'll, I'll let you hold it once I get done with it. Okay. Um, I read some more Runaways, and I actually watched the first episode of the TV show. I was going to ask, did did the TV show make you want to read the book, or vice versa? You know, it's funny. Uh, Paul C. lent me, I think, four. Hardback ish uh, volumes of of Runaways, uh, October last year, November somewhere along in there. Now, when when was Goldfest last year? October. October. So yeah, and I had them, and I saw the TV show was coming on, and I'm like, eh, I better read the books. Mm-hmm. So I can tell you, I've read the entire first book, and about half of the second book, and, and the first episode of the show. I'm going to say the show is. An interpretation of the book so far, because oh, okay. and in the first episode, I mean, they've added some stuff to make the story a little richer, and you know, some things obviously don't translate that well. They have to kind of maybe elaborate more than they do, you know, in the comics. Um, but it was entertaining. I just watched the first episode; is all I got done. Um, a little behind on this, but I watched the uh, I watched both John Wick movies for the first time. Mm-hmm. Really, really. And what do you think? I haven't seen them. <laughs> I haven't seen them. Um, I like generally can't be bothered. Like I don't give a fuck. Like it's just like the ingredients. Like if you're like, sure. look, I want you to try a new soup, and it's filled with three things you don't fucking like, and you're not sick. Right, right, soups right. Soups for sick people, right, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> that's what Cam said. Hey, people get that's shot every day. Be get yourself some soup. That's the gospel right there. <laughs> Killer Cam says I it. Like that. So, um, I yes, it is. Do you like just? Action movies for the sake of action? No. Okay, then stay the fuck back. You won't okay. like it. Because yeah. it is literally... Uh, my wife is the opposite. She loves, like, 
Die Hard movies, just shit where really? shit's blowing up and people getting punched in the face. Um, she didn't want to watch the first one because she honestly didn't know what it was. Uh, we watched the second one. She sat in on it, and she's like, this is fucking great. Because hmm. it's literally one long fight scene. It's two hours of fighting. Hmm. So it, it, and See, she, like, she wants to go back and watch the first one now. That's when I talk to people about it and people are trying to sell me on it. I'm like, they're like, it's it's got Keanu Reeves. I'm like, ooh. That's not a hard sell. And then they're like, and it's not based off anything you already like. And I'm like, yeah. Right. And they're like, and it's an action movie. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I did a little research on it. And because I was, I was interested to see, I know Keanu Reeves is a, he's into the martial arts. I don't know what, what belt or I don't know what he, what he's, so he's got some skills, right? Mm. You know, some of these Hollywood actor dudes actually know what they're doing a little bit. Um, so I, I did a little research, you know, Google, did he do his own stunts? He did 90% of it. Um, and the guy, the cool thing about this, the guy who directed both of those movies was, was Keanu Reeves' stunt double in The Matrix. Huh. Wow. So now, so he's got, you know, the eye for that, which I thought that was really cool. Common is actually um, in the second movie, and he did about 90% of his stuff, too. And man, they're throwing down. It's good. It, it, it's good. It's Common good. as a rapper or Common as an actor? I'm going to say actor all day long. Wow. What about you? I want <laughs> He's good as an actor. Mm-hmm. I like him as an actor. But I'll take Common as the rapper because I saw him in concert. Common or Common Sense? Ooh. That's a good question as well. I'll take Common Sense. Okay. okay. Me and you were on different pages. Come basically. on. <clears throat> That's fine. I'm going to put you in my test here in a second oh, to get yourself ready. Um, but continue. So I watched the um, first uh, Black Marvel superhero movie. Uh, Blade this week. <laughs> I'll allow it. Okay, all right. I was waiting. What happens if you deny? It? Do I have to no, leave? No, Do no. I, I, just, okay. I make a mental note. Okay, <laughs> he's got a checklist. Doesn't he? <laughs> he got read in my ledger. I got read in my ledger. It gets so many. It's a, it's a point system. Okay, and depending on what your score is, is whether you get one rope necklace or two. <laughs> exactly. All right. All right, I did have my DNA d- done recently. Would you like me to share that? West with you? Africa, like point two percent. No, like point two percent. I'm like the whitest. I'm the whitest you. As the driven snow, <laughs> yes. like point two. But my wife. Well, is Africa's got, pretty white nowadays, right? Too, so. My my wife is uh, my wife is like three percent African. Nice. Oh, yeah. so you mix with the swirl a little bit. I know where that three percent is too, yeah. man. It's all it's all it's all over her shoulder. I promise. Um. But yeah, so so I had I hadn't watched Blade in a long time. My my oldest uh, actually, oldest uh, fifteen. He's super into all this nerd stuff, and he and and, and other things. Uh, he wanted, he wanted to uh, he wanted to watch it. So we watched it. We actually are going to watch all three of them at some point in time. But it holds up story wise. You know, Wesley Snipes is a bit over the top, but it works in mm-hmm. that role. Um, the, the CGI man, it's 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 not heavy dependent on CGI, but what like year was that ninety seven? Oh wow. wow, yeah, that's not cool. So like you know, I don't. You guys have seen it at some point in time at the end where um, you know, I'm not a big fan of the first Blade movie. Okay, really? Yeah, I like the, I like the second one. Okay, the third one is trash. But 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 Triple H and Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, that's that is a good point. They saved it. That's right. a good point. So um. I didn't. There's a lot of people in that movie that I didn't. I'd forgot. Like Sanaa Latham's in it. She's, no kidding. She's his mom. You know, Stephen Dorff plays um, Deacon Frost. And one of the bad CGI scenes is at the end. You know, he he's gotten the he's the blood god or whatever, mm-hmm. and he gets torn. He gets 
like Blade cuts him in half, and then the CGI blood <laughs> pulls him back together. I'm like, I mean, they did some practical effects that that worked, but all the CGI is like. Oh. Hey, Blade, I will still go back and rewatch it though. If it, if I see it on, I'm yeah. gonna watch it. You yeah, know, it's just one. It's entertaining. Right. Plus, it helps Wesley pay his taxes. That's true. Right. So, that's so, been an issue in the past. Yeah. What's the last good Wesley Snipes movie? It's silent. Blade. <laughs> I, honestly, well, okay. Well, well, hang on. When is when is every every action star has had had their pocket of time? Sure. You know, like true. you can only be a physical specimen for so long. And in, well, in prison, most of us. Yeah, most of us. Right. Prison it, takes up some. Pr- some prison time. takes yeah. up some time. Yeah, they don't let you out on work. <laughs> they don't let you out on work release to do. Um, hey, go do this movie. <laughs> I'm probably gonna say some of his best stuff is probably like Passenger Fifty Seven was really mm. good. Um. I think is he in any of the Expendables? Oh, I think he was in one of the recent ones. I don't know. There's like twelve of those. I haven't watched any after the second. That's kind of like, hey man, can I get a payday kind of deal? Yeah, I I don't know. They're they're not great. Um, (laughs) What about Snipe Nigerian? (laughs) I was in the Google search. (laughs) (laughs) Too Wong Too Wong Fu. He's in that. Well, yeah, that was like early '90s, though, wasn't it? Yeah, that was like '93. So I like him in Brooklyn's Finest. You ever seen that? I don't think I. You have. seen it? Is that a gangster movie? No, I've seen it. It's yeah, a it's a cop movie. Um, I mean, New Jack City may be his best. Yeah, but I think like he plays this. And uh, and Brooklyn's Finest is basically three stories, like or three cops: Richard Gere, uh, the guy from Training Day, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke, yeah. And uh, what year is that from? It's not too long ago. Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Yeah, time is flying yep. by. And that was almost ten years ago. What was the? Uh, yeah, here's the fact. Uh, who was that? And Don Cheadle. Mm-hmm. And Don Cheadle plays an undercover cop. And the guy, and the guy yeah. who he's working for is Wesley Snipes, the guy who he's like infiltrating. Yes. And he did a good job in that. And that was like that was like the most recent thing I could think of that Wesley Snipes was both in and good simultaneously. So I'm I'm looking through it. Yeah, he was so he was in Expendables three. So. Yeah, just scrolling through here, things that he's done that I enjoyed. The Blade movies. Passenger 57 was good. Demolition Man, maybe. I mean, White Man Can't Jump. That was good. That was Demolition good. Man is a classic in its own right. It makes um, me want Taco Bell every time I see a poster for it. I mean, and he had some questionable work here. Money Train. Uh, Murdered 1600. I forgot. He was in Major League. I forgot all about mm-hmm. that. Um, and, you know, he did... Listen, a lot of these guys, even, you know, you get like uh, uh, Bruce Willis and, you know, uh, obviously Nicolas Cage. It, they did a lot of direct-to-TV stuff towards the end of their, well, towards the, towards the end of their career. Like, I was in the video rental business in the 2000 to 2010 on and off, and there was a lot of Wesley Snipes movies that came on every week, and everybody's like, when was this in the theater? It, it wasn't. wasn't. No. Yeah. No, he got paid $200,000 to do this movie, and that's all he made. I ain't even mad at that. No, no I'm not I'm either. Not Listen, I, I respect the hustle. Like, Samuel L. Jackson will do anything. That motherfucker signs everything. Yeah. Just... <clears throat> I saw an interview with him, though, where he was like, you know, they asked about that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I come from nothing. <laughs> like, you're going to pay me how much to say words? Yep. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, Matthew McConaughey said sim- something similar. He said... Dude, I've done a lot of trash movies. I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, but guess what those trash movies do? They put my kids, kids through college. college. Yeah. So guess what? Now, I can do I have, what I want. I, can, I have discretion. I can do yep. what I want right now. I've heard that too. Yeah. Um, so I think that, that pretty much wraps 
Yeah, so watch, watch Blade just building, building, building. Um, I, I shot her. Getting ready for NJCC, I imagine. Yeah, getting ready for NJCC. Took time out to clean my... I was forced to clean my, my basement up, my workspace a little bit. Because uh, we did a Cribs. We did a Cribs video. I got to tell you, so you only cursed once. Oh, dude, I'm so <laughs> mad about that. <laughs> so it only took... It only took but it's funny because I don't... And I, I, I witness it with myself as well when I'm editing. Like You don't realize things that you say as like just normal parts of your vocabulary filler dude you are an uh and um using motherfucker man i had to edit the <laughs> fuck out of that shit like as i was going through i was like god damn he's um me to death uh, um, but uh Obama. it's good it's done uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> it's uh it, it let me i'm gonna take a look at it real quick it is 17 minutes and 56 seconds. So how does that a, compare to some of your other? Cribs? That's a pretty long one. Dust Dust was pretty short, but it, it, like <laughs> it was what you couldn't hear any of the audio either. Yeah, but Dust Dust it might go down in history as being one of my favorites because it's just so bizarre. Right, the party but, um, and everything. Yeah, uh, the party going on, pizza coming during the middle of it. Like there's just too many like perfect moments. But um, it was 22 minutes, and then I cut the uhs out. That's <laughs> eighteen. <Damn>. Nice, <laughs> nice. It was. I was like, and some of it is still like the audio in it is a little choppy, but it's better choppy. Like it still works. Yeah. And I also like. Uh, I realized something. I'll just transition into my nerd week. That the thing that I do with the cribs video, I'm gonna do one of Anthony's closet one day. <laughs> 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 the things I, <laughs> the things I do in the cribs video is I, I one of like the feet like the identity things of it is I use a ton of different transitions between shots like I use the leaves that come in and then you, you know and like the little curtains that come in and then peel back it's a different scene but a lot of those transitions are pulling against what they assume is a black background so. With the Cribs one, what I usually do is I shoot the collection, and then I shoot the tour, and then I cut and paste them between the two. But I have the tour kind of running in the background the whole right, time. Right. So what it ends up doing, and I, I didn't realize it until I went and watched it after I'd already finished it, is like when it transitions, it'll show you talking for like a split second and then transition to the next collection part of it. So, I mean, just I know in the future, like to – what I'll what I'll do is I'll take like I'll Google black and it'll bring like a black color up and then I'll save that and bring it in as a picture. Are you gonna allow that? I, I was thinking about it. You saw him. I was like, hmm. he was like, man. He said, I'm not feeling the way he did the CK on that <laughs> black. 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 <laughs> <laughs> might have been more. Might have been more than one K on that. <laughs> oh no, 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 it was only two. <laughs> but um. That way, when it transitions, it'll pull from that black, and it'll still, you know, and I'll have to run the whole, the like, as a picture across the whole video. But it's that like sounds a, technical, man. Yeah, it, this I mean, dude says he doesn't know how to use yeah, it. Well, that was above my head, and yeah. you know, it's a it's a learning curve. It, it really is. I watched Ghostbusters. Be more specific. Yeah. The the uh, reboot. The ladies. The ladies. Oh wow! Yeah, hang on. Let me make sure I understand. You said you were having a problem figuring out if you want to watch John Wick, but you wasted two hours on that horse shit? You beat yes. me to it. Yes, but I wanted to watch it purely to have an opinion on it. Okay, fair you enough. Because I don't feel that when people are like, it's it's not good. It's you know, like I want to say why it's not good. Mm-hmm. So I, I watched it 
I, ha- I made some notes. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> it was that good or bad? Uh, it, it's bad, but but it's kind of pointless. Like the, I don't know. There, there's a lot of problems with it. But what was funny is I watched it with my oldest mm. uh, and my wife. And first of all, my my oldest is terrible with remembering names. So she said, spoilers, Slimer's in the movie, right? Uh-huh. And when he popped up, she was like, oh, sweet, it's Globster. <laughs> Globster? <laughs> so that's like that. That's, a, that's the last. So that's the last lobster in the tank that's got like the, the droopy eye and one claw is bigger than the other. It was Nobody wild knows. funny. That's the Globster. It's the sloth of lobster. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Hey, she's you like, guys. She's like, sweet, it's Globster. <laughs> Another thing it does that, that irritates the piss out of me. Globster might be up there with Dopus. I'm gonna be <laughs> Globster may be what Dopus has for the fruit when he's not eating babies. It, it breaks the widescreen. And what I mean by that is the film is shot in widescreen. And I'm not a technical nerd when it comes to that stuff. But, like, I know there's there, there's the widescreen with the thick black mm. bars mm. and then there's the widescreen with the thinner black bars right you know and like one is 16 4 and one is i don't i can't keep track of I've the never numbers i've noticed that before but i'm probably going to notice now so because it's black yeah always okay. so <laughs> he's like he's like you know i, I really like the movie uh, well i'm going to say i liked about one third of it it's the bottom <laughs> and the top <laughs> my favorite parts so I was I was watching it and what happens is is like if they're shooting the gun like the Ghostbusters gun proton pack pro, but yeah but what's the name of the like the the pack is the pack the the, the rifle has a name oh and I can't I can't uh, there, there's probably people cursing at their their shit right like now like I do when you said silverback yeah. yes it's very similar <laughs> but like the stream will be in frame and then travel outside of the frame through the widescreen. Do you know what I mean? That's or like one. if a character is drooling, like if a ghost, like a ghost monster is drooling, like the drool would drip out of the widescreen. Was this made for like 3D? I don't know if that affects 3D <clears throat> screenings. Or... I mean, so it will enhance the 3D mm-hmm. in a sense, but I mean, it's really done as a gimmick. Oh, really? You know? Oh, okay. So it's, on, it's intentional. Yes. You know, yes. It's, it's definitely 100% intentional. So, so just, so the, the. Lightning, whatever, would just float yes. up to the black bar. Yeah, through the, the black that's, on the on the outside. That's, that's interesting. I don't know that I've seen that before. I've never seen it, but it was. I found it aggravating, and I mean, all of it is. It's all digital. You sure. know what I mean? So, like, all they had to do is draw, literally draw outside the lines. <laughs> you know, um, but that was interesting. And then there's so the character that, and I can't remember if it's only one or multiple characters that do it, but the character that is holding, like, the ghost detector. Mm-hmm. The ghost detector tool itself 100% looks like a vagina. What? It 100% looks like a vagina. And I'm going to I'm going to bring it up. Uh, Ghostbusters reboot tool. I said it to my wife, um, and she actually made a joke. She was like, uh, I, I was like, I was like, that tool looks like, that tool looks like a v- and she was like, "Yeah, a beat one." <laughs> um, and I'm gonna try to bring it up. That must have been intentional too. Then. You know, I so I, I'm the last person to say stuff like that, right? I see, see it, and then I preserve judgment. See, they're gonna bring. They're showing me all like this is the classic one. Mm-hmm. 
And let me see if I can't find the like uh, female Ghostbuster. Yeah, because uh, it. I mean, it looks like the shape of it. <clears throat> but I, I, if I can't, I'm going to do one last search. And if I can't find it, type XXX after it. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I can't. I'm, I'm, all right, I'm going to do one more. This is the last one. Female Ghostbusters. And I'm just going to see if it brings up an image from the from the movie where they're using it. But um, it's just it was almost distracting to me. And they showed a lot. Yeah, because I mean they're they're often searching for the ghosts. So that would have been intentional then. And I can't help but think nobody it, in post would have caught that and said, "Hey." I can't help but think it was intentional. That being said, uh, the movie does suck. It's it's stupid, and it, it's it's too it's too self aware. Hmm. Like it's. It's trying to be – it's not taking itself seriously. Like the cool thing about the original Ghostbusters is it 100% took itself seriously. Yeah. Like it's funny and there's funny shit in it, but it wasn't acting like it was in a big fucking joke. Was it the writing or the acting? Writing. Okay. Writing. The acting is the – acting, the acting doesn't help because they're playing it funny, but uh, it's definitely the writing of it that's just – it's just it's just like they they made a Ghostbusters movie for the sake of making it a Ghostbusters movie. Hmm. Um, so I can't find a picture of it. But if you can find a picture of it, it one hundred percent looks like a vagina. So the other thing, my daughter said something that was kind of poignant. Like, and I had to take a step back and relax. <clears throat> so we're watching it, and my wife is like, "So I guess she's supposed to be Egon." And he's supposed to be Venkman, or she's supposed to be Venkman, and he, and um, I'm like, I'm like, no, I was like, I think that one's Egon, and that one's Venkman, and that, and and my and my daughter said she said her name was Abby, and I was like, you're right, <laughs> you're right. I'm gonna stop trying to imagine this as my Ghostbusters, and I'm just gonna watch it as a new Ghostbusters Man, movie. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't trying to. She was, you know what I mean. But I was like, I was like, yeah, that point carries more weight than you know. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you've, I'm gonna watch it differently now. Uh, it didn't help though. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> no, it still sucked. Uh, Jaina thought it was fine, but she thinks everything is fine except my my kids hate dogs, and I think it's because they have to take care of a dog, <laughs> you know. But like, they don't want to watch movies with dogs in it. They don't want to, like, get any stuffed animal dogs. Like, oh. it's all about, like, cats and birds and fish and shit they don't have to fucking take care of. Because they're all like, we should get a cat. We should get a cat. I'm like, you going to change the litter box? I'm like, yeah. Oh, no, no yeah, problem. Yeah, no, week. Yeah. No, no, they won't. No, yeah. no fucking no. way. My kids will say they're going to walk the dog every day. Doesn't mm -hmm. happen. Dude, I remember when I was a kid telling my dad that I wanted a dog. And he was like, are you going to walk it? And I remember in my head thinking, hell no, and saying yes. <laughs> Like I, I like it was a conscious lie. Like I was like, yeah. "Yep," and in my head I was like, "There's no way, nope. not in the cold." Especially, I was about to say, you walk that dog probably eight months out of the year, but once yeah. that starts to dip, <laughs> you're like, "Hey, we got a backyard, and you know what to do." Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how I roll now. I, I often, uh, I, I want a dog, but I, I weigh in my mind: is dealing with the responsibility of this dog worth the uh, positive outcome of having it? And I'm yeah. like, you know what? No, and me traveling with work, I don't, I don't, I would, you know, tell my wife, yeah, I'll take care of this dog. And then I'm gone a week at a time. And right. here she is freezing out her tail off out there walking this dog. I, I have a neighbor who's got a, 
I don't know, something little. It's fuzzy. And, and he's out. He walks it like twice, three times a day, no matter what. That's excessive. He's out there and his, I think it's to get out of the house. Okay. You know what I mean? I find that people uh, staying low-key. I find that people have a tendency to walk their dog sometimes at the damnedest time. Yeah. You ever notice I, that? I hear you. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, moving on. Uh, I'm trying to think. I finished a couple dioramas. I uh, finished my Jedi Council and my uh, Snoke's Throne Room diorama. And I got a sneeze coming on. I did, uh, I started working on a Jedi diorama that's going to be very involved. But my wife's been helping me. It's been cool. We've been doing it together and it's been cool. Like, we don't do much together outside of eat, fuck, and watch TV. So, you need more? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I, you know, like I, I, I'm fortunate. Like I, I genuinely enjoy her company. You know, like it's like That's my, so sweet. <laughs> I know. I know. My wife said she's gonna listen to this. She never listen. To <laughs> I love spending time with my wife. Yeah, it's, it's she's like my buddy. You know, like That's my best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, and we crack jokes and. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw I saw her also at the Black Panther. Uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't check her jewelry out. I was much more concerned. You know, with she wore cheetah print pants, and I said <laughs> <laughs> she did. Seriously, I, I'm I'm dead ass serious. And, and I told her before we left the house. I said, you know what. We're going shopping. We're going to Patapsco Flea Market. And we're going to get you some, some African shit. That is but funny. It was funny. I told her. I said, you know you what? You got them from Patapsco? No, I told oh, her we got to oh, go to Patapsco oh, and get yeah, some, yeah, yeah. some black stuff. I've got like go. one mixtape and one Africa print jacket, please. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I still have to go to this mythical place. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll take it. It's, it's, it's a good. joke. It's good. It's funny. You'll see some stuff. It's not as bad as it used to be, though. I ever tell you, you know that one place that was in there? Did you go often? Are you familiar? I, yeah. Okay. So you know that one place in there that has all like the, oh, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to trigger you. I hope not. Just, <laughs> no, just wait, for the, wait for the second word, okay? The Negro League ba- like yeah. gear and shit. Yep. So like they carry <laughs> all that stuff. And I, I used to go in there with my buddies and, and I would be like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. And they'd be like, you, know, you won't, but you won't. So I would go in there and I would just start trying the jackets on, and I would say like after I got the jacket because the jackets were dope, you know, like they were like and I used to say when I would put the jackets on, I was like, hey, I would say to the guy working there, but hey man, you think I can pull this off? <laughs> You're like for forty five dollars, yeah. Yeah, well, that, that was the thing. They were like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, I think so. No, but you know, it was just show. Surprisingly me. enough, that doesn't trigger me at all. I hear that word more often. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, hey, actually, I just heard it last last time I worked. Because we were talking about something, and um, the the white guy at the end of the table, he said, he said something. He was like, "Yeah, he was the first Negro in, integrated," and he said it with the eye, and but with the eye, with the eye. However, the guy in question, we both know he he gets a pass. Uh, uh. Okay, so he didn't. It was no no malice or anything. Right, right, so right. He got it. I didn't even look twice at him. Uh-huh. But I was cognizant. <laughs> but, um, that actually reminds me. It's funny that you say you take notes on stuff like the movie and, and whatnot. Because I was taking notes yesterday, and I, I did it without thinking about it. So, kind of like Adam. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, not really. He said he's getting more spiritual in the religion and stuff like that. I was kind of forced to yesterday. Uh, my wife said, hey, let's go to a friend's church. I'd be like, oh, my God. How about I just hit my nuts with a fucking Dude, hammer? I didn't get dressed until they were five minutes out the door. I said, she's like, you going to go? I was like, I'll see how I feel. And um, so, obviously... All cards on the table. We know that there's a difference between white churches, black churches. <gasps> right? Dude, it was what funny. are you insinuating, it sir? It was so funny because the whole time we're driving, I'm like making all these jokes, and um, and we get in there, and I said, "Baby, you got a pen?" 
She's like, no, I don't. Well, I, like, I just want to take some notes. She's like, you better stuff it. She's giving me like, you better stuff it. So I just take my phone out and I start writing stuff down as it occurs to me because... This is gonna be good. It, it's I, I, funny. Is this a is this an African American church you went to? No. <laughs> okay. Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. okay. That 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 was perfect because we normally would if we went to church it would be a predominantly black church. Um, message is still the same. Everything's good. Everybody's nice. However, there were some things that I, I thought about that just like I'm sitting here just taking notes, and I felt like Jerry Seinfeld or something like getting ready for a routine because and she's just looking at me the whole time. She's like, "You better stop." You know, and it was at one point um, he said, he's like, there's something you just got to go to God. There's there's stuff that, you know, if you're stressed, you have these go to things. And if that go to thing isn't what God wants, then then you need to cut it out. And I look at her. I was like, what's your go to thing? And I do. one. He's bumping for those listening. He's bumping his tongue into his side. <laughs> so. At, in the car afterwards, and I'm laughing like the whole time, and, and no disrespect to any church, because I took the message seriously, but it was just a different setting, which was mm. great. And I told her, I was like, just FYI, out of the whole congregation, how many people do you think saw Black Panther opening weekend? And she's like, I don't know, probably 10%. I was like, 10%, huh? Of of the 500 people in there, you think 10% went to the show? Okay. And they had this pastor, who, or this guy who was getting ordained um, that day. Is this getting back to Black Panther? Because I got a question about that question. Oh, go for it. Okay. Do you think it's higher or lower? What? The percentage. Lower. Why? It was a lot of middle-aged uh, white folks who I who probably, in all honesty, don't follow Marvel Yeah, movies. don't go see those type of movies yep. at all. Fair enough. So it, it was just funny. Um, and there was this guy who was getting ordained. His name was Jorge. Um, <laughs> and I said, I said, this is too good. And it was it was a great ceremony. It was awesome. And I told her, I said, you know Jorge's name is George now, right? <laughs> she said, shut up. shut up. And she's like, she's just, I can't take you nowhere. <laughs> Bullshit. I said, it's all good. I was like, they're going to call him George. You just know that. He's the only person getting ordained who actually had to show his papers before they would they would swear him in. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> and we're just, we're just in there just and she's just laughing and it was cold in there they had the ac blowing mm. and there's i don't know if it's and in the car we had to say salt people because we got the kids in the back oh. <laughs> i said salt just so they don't go to school talk about sure you know so i said man salt people love their ac that was cold as shit <laughs> hey it's hey on 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 the opposite end uh <laughs> hey on the opposite end um there's some there's some pepper out there that's pretty hot. That, that's true. That's okay. true. Because I'm the, I'm that. Are you at work? Oh, you like, gotta relax. At work, I keep the heater on. Oh my god! To the god. point where people have to come turn it off. Like, are you really cold? I was like, well, I'm not. I'm not as warm as I would like to be. <laughs> but you can always put more layers on. You can only take so many layers, layers off. On, I really get that. Oh my goodness. Hey, I I just I don't know. It, it seems excessive to put the AC on when it's 50 degrees outside. That's fair. That's so, fair. You know. But I feel like – I feel like well, – well, let me say this. This is, a, this is a little bit of Adam coming through. <laughs> the perfect temperature for a 98-degree human being scientifically 
is 72 degrees. You sound like Adam. Yes. So I'm, I'm actually <laughs> legit regurgitating something that he told me. 72 degrees. 72 degrees, which is why 72 is always the center on your car uh, console really? heat cool. I feel like this was more like 60 degrees in there. But yeah, that's cold. That's, yeah. that's cold. I mean, even, even when we rock the AC, mm-hmm. I mean, if it's up to me, I'm 68 is where I like to be. I, I'm with that. But my wife is always counting the pennies, so we're usually at 72 and, yeah. and sometimes we're at seventy four. Okay, I, See, I, I check. Big seventy four. I, I and as, as a, a buddy who I used to seventy four is just my G string. Really? Oh, it's too hot. He's like, well, we're a tropical people. We like it. And he, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I can dig that because. Well, speaking I, on behalf of mountainous people, we, <laughs> <laughs> from the Caucasus Mountains, <laughs> dude, it's it was funny, mm. but um, it was a great experience. Um. I would love to go again because it's just it, – it, I, I don't know what it is. And I will say this. When you go to salt churches, they always have the coffee, and they're very organized, and it is awesome. I love it because it's, you feel welcome. It's not quite as vibrant, though, is it? Oh, no. The songs are it, trash. It's, it's like 93.1 Shine FM or whatever Yeah, we don't have a band. Hey, guys, let's clap if you love Jesus. <laughs> see, see, the thing is, is like, uh, you know, I grew up going to Catholic church, which is a whole different beast. I've been to one Catholic yeah, service. It's it's terrible. It's it's I, it's, it's a mess. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> it's a mess. But I actually, uh, in true human fashion, was going through a tough time in my life in 2004. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were severe stakes, at uh, the, so I felt like I needed somebody. <laughs> um, and I started. I was like, look, I want to start going to church because I, I I knew I knew I needed something bigger than myself <laughs> to get gosh. you know. So. Uh, I was at I was I was going to friends of mine's churches. He was taking me to different churches, mm-hmm. and he's a black guy, so we went to black churches. And I went to black churches for like six months trying to find one that I I that nice. fit for me. So I have not a ton of experience, but you're familiar. But I'm familiar, and it's different. It's very like, different. The musical selection is, is different. extremely different, yeah. and it's it's a there's a lot of performance element. Yeah, you know, but. The one thing I'll never forget, we went to this one that was like, it was like a hole in the wall. And a lot of, there's a lot of speaking in tongues going on. A lot. Yeah. And they also have, <clears throat> and I'm using air quotes, <laughs> prophecies. Okay. Have, you ever, have you ever been present for a prophecy in a black church? Uh, prophesize about bringing you financial. It's third? almost like God is possessing the people mm. and they're talking and God is speaking through them. And some of these churches will even record audio just in case God pops in. See, now I've never been present to that. Okay, so I will say this in all fairness. In the six months, it only happened once. Okay. But it was so fucking funny to me (laughs) because the lady that became possessed by God, that God was speaking through, spoke in old English, like just for this little bit, you know, like God speaks in old English. What? what? Thou shall, like, you know, I'm like, yeah. oh, because so God talks like how you see the Bible. Yes, exactly. Weird. Um, and like all of God's views, like 100% aligned with, with, I would say the stereotypical view of a, african-american from an urban environment in her late 20s mm. would have so <laughs> you know george w bush was a big problem yeah uh you know the the, the just everything and, and 
not that I was a Bush supporter, no, I but I was just saying. like, I was like, man, I was like, God really gives a shit about man, this sort he of stuff. Involved in our- <laughs> like, so <laughs> it was it was funny, but uh, but yeah, there is a huge a huge difference between white churches, Catholic churches, and black churches for sure. It reminded me like of an old Chris Rock skit or something like that. I even told I said the, the lead pastor he sounded like Dave Chappelle's impression of a white guy. And it was really funny, like when he's doing Chuck Todd doing the news or something like that. It was so funny. And white people love white voice. Do you know that? Really? We love it. Like I have never met a white person that doesn't love white voice. Like That's it doesn't. Funny. Like I think that any. I think that you could take the most racist white person and sit them in front of any black comedian, and they would sit there sucking their teeth the entire time. But the moment the black comedian does white voice, he's gonna laugh. <laughs> Like it's just like in The Simpsons when Homer, Homer. When, yeah, when he's like, "It's true." Like, like it, it's so funny to me. Like, uh, and I and I've also never met a white person that really talks like that. Like I have, I can't say I haven't. Like you know, like the the um, oh well, these are parsnips. Oh, don't throw me in the briar patch, Br'er Fox. I've worked with a couple people. D- d- I, I, I would need names. I, I, w- I would give you names. I okay. will give you names afterwards. All right. <laughs> I've met a few. <clears throat> but um, but it was it was a good experience to say. That. It just if for nothing else. Are you getting spiritual? Is that something going on in your life? No, I mean I go with my wife. Tells so it's just me circumstantial. Too. Yeah, it was circumstantial. I mean, I, I'm not getting religious. I'm still spiritual. I have my alone time. You know. Totems, to all that good stuff. You know, I, I hold the necklace, and um, it's I, I, I pray to Bast, the cat god. <laughs> um, good, good. But good. no, I, I'm I'm not religious. I, I it's just it's something about me that I can't. You know, I've seen certain things. I'm like religious people sometimes are worse. You know. Well, I I do like I do feel like. The shit that I believe in is like and en- like energy and shit like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I do feel like people people give off of energy. Like I, I That's like a good way to put you it. You know, yeah. like people can walk into a room and I'm like, this guy's. This yeah. G- I gotta keep my eye on this oh, guy. Yeah. You know, like and, and I, I feel like that is not that I can see people's auras or anything like that, but I feel like it's like it is something that you're almost like a pheromone or something yeah. that people are giving off. That if you are in tune to it. You vibrating on a certain frequency, exactly. I can pick that up. Exactly, know? exactly. You know, I, I can dig a negative frequency. One hundred percent. You know, one hundred percent. And a positive. You know, same and thing. A positive yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's some people walk into a room, and I can. I yeah, like, like that guy. What's up you with know? this guy? Yeah. yeah. That's like uh, I feel I was what a comedian. Who was it? He said that. Uh, oh, it was Jim Jeffries, and he said that that he, uh, I, I, I related a lot to what he was saying because he was like he was like sometimes I think I should have been a gay guy, and he was like. He was like, he was like, I get along great with men. Like, I walk into a room and like, I walk out with ten buddies and like, I'm like men like me and I like oh. men and, and like you know like and he and then like he went into the joke bit where he was like, I look good in leather. I you know he went mm. like that route, but he was like he was like and women tend to not like me and I tend to not like you know like I, I understood a lot of, of that kind of perspective. Um. So Chris has been getting work calls, so he's been in and out of the room, if you're wondering where he went. So I'm going to use this time before we get into the news to ask Evan some questions about Black Panther. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, for a number of reasons, but it could it could be spoilery. So if you're concerned about spoilers, uh, stay out. Of this section, just skip ahead or do what you got to do. But you should have already seen it, so whatever. 
<laughs> That's fair. I actually feel the same way. Uh, maybe for different reasons, but I feel the same way. So let's start with this. On a scale from one to ten, what do you put it? Eight and a half. Okay. Okay. Eight and a half. Um, and I will say that it would have probably been closer to nine and a half mm-hmm. if it wasn't for the final fight scene. With and not the whole the 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 cumulative fight, just the one on one between Killmonger, uh, Killmonger and, and, and T'Challa. Okay, that took me out of it a little bit. Okay, all right. So that was going to be my next question: okay. was are you, if you gave it a ten, mm-hmm. I was going to say so. You're not one of these folks that I'm seeing here that's <laughs> saying it's the greatest superhero movie ever made. I can't say that it's it's in my top five um, ever. What would be your see? Because this is this is where I run into problems, right? And I I I've bumped my score up to an eight. I'm giving it an okay. eight, and I think it deserves an eight. So I'm good with eight. But if I had to give my top five superhero movies of all time, mm-hmm. like the Nolan trilogy, immediately eats up three. I was gonna say, can I count that as one? Because that is, <laughs> I don't want to because that's where it gets that's tricky. Awesome, exactly. That trilogy stands alone. Exactly. So I would say that's definitely in my top five. It's one. As okay. A collective. This is a loophole, but go <laughs> ahead. You're fine. All right. So I'll even do that. I'll even yeah, do that. Okay. I'll, and we'll, we'll, we'll do them back and forth. So gotcha. Nolan Trilogy, we both agree, is the greatest superhero story ever yes. told. Okay. I'm on board. Um, I want to say Winter Soldier. I'm there as well. Okay. Um, ah, it might be my number three. My number really? two might be Man of Steel. I think Man of Steel is really well done. Yeah, and admittedly. I'm I'm kind of a Marvel fanboy, so it, right. that that's why it wasn't on my radar. But right. I will I will give you that because okay. I went and bought Man of Steel on DVD and I still watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a great super superhero movie. So Man of Steel, Winter Soldier. I'm with you um, there too. So one, two, want, and three, we are 100 percent in agreement. Okay, I okay. want to say the first Iron Man, only because of what it's set up and. And the impact that it had on um, superhero movies going forward. I think that's fair. My number four is probably Civil War. Okay. I didn't see that coming. But I can dig it, though. Okay. Um, And I will give Black Panther number five. Okay. Now, my number five. Oh, okay. (laughs) I didn't know how to take that running. I I thought it might have been like, hey, your your house is on fire. No, I'm I'm excited. (laughs) Sometimes when you have a problem mm-hmm. and you think it's a problem and then you find out that there was no problem and people just don't know what the fuck they're doing, it's kind of a good feeling. All right, so we're going to catch you up because the conversation is we're moving on to Black Panther for a bit before we get into news. So the conversation is, first of all, what would you give it out of 10? Six. Really? Wow. Hmm. Really? Okay. Maybe all right. We might have to here. circle back to that. What would be your top five superhero films ever. You can use the Dark Knight trilogy to count as one on a loophole. Thank you. Top five superhero movies of all time. I'm probably going to say the trilogy is the first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we all agree there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Okay. Is a strong we both, two. We both put it at number three, but that's fine. See, I didn't hear y'all's. We put Man of Steel at number two. Okay. Um, Logan, probably. Really, really love that movie. I think, I hmm. think, I, I know you love that movie, but I, I couldn't disagree more. But that's okay. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, you're probably really gonna hate the next one, Suicide Squad. <laughs> oh my oh. god! <laughs> I can see myself out of it. <laughs> we like what we like. 
And um, our, our number three was Winter Soldier. Our number four differed. Mine was Civil War. And what was your number four? I think no, Iron, Man. Iron, Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. You know, the last one, it's it's a... I would probably say Civil War. I mean, there's a lot in that pocket I like. The the what do they call it? Um, book one or verse one? Well, however, what do they call mm-hmm. it? Phase, phase one. Phase one. one. Yeah, there you go. Well, Winter Soldier's phase two, three. No, two. Because Ant Man was the end of phase two. Yes. And uh, and Winter Soldiers. No, Winter Soldiers. I mean, uh, Civil War's after Ant Man. Yeah, that's well, why Winter Soldiers. Phase oh, Winter. I'm thinking Civil War. I'm sorry. Yeah, yes. so, so Winter Soldiers Phase Two. And I also see another one that I enjoy that I might put on the list that people think I'm batshit crazy for. Is I like Iron Man Three. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You, you got you, your list is questionable. I'm so. wild as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so number my number five is The Watchmen. Oh shit! That felt that actually fell between the cracks for me just now. So fair play. So I don't know. I don't know where I I don't even know if if Black Panther would be in my top ten if I if I really started going I'd have to really think about I it. I got to look at the whole entirety because Let's say from the last twenty years of superhero movies. the the other movies that pop into my head instantly that I'm like I can't I got to put these five before that Wonder Woman Batman Forever <laughs> Blade Three <laughs> I'm, yeah. dude Dracula was super trash in Blade Three. Um, uh, fuck! I just got on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, yeah, don't, don't. <laughs> um, actually, I'm usually a, but the uh, Avengers would, uh, the first Avengers, but I'd have to ask myself: Is it because of the strength of the movie, or is it because of the, the huge leap that that movie makes mm-hmm. in terms of what's possible with superhero movies? Okay. Um. So I'd have to really think about it, but okay. So we both agree that it is not the greatest superhero movie of all time. Yes. Okay. However, I will say I, as a caveat, I'm gonna bring back something that you and Adam have said. That's before. My, so that's my next question. It leaves room to change your mind. A lot of times, always, people don't always, change their mind, always. But I can go back and be like, you know what? Actually, I'm bumping it to number seven or something like that. Right. But or right or to now, number three. Yeah. Right now, with the rope necklace on and everything, I'm like, it's in the top five. So. <laughs> well, I will, I will wholeheartedly say I, it deserves another watch for me. Okay. And I don't know if it'll get another theatrical watch, but, I mean, I will definitely watch the movie again. So, my question, my other question to you is, listening back to last week's episode, which you did, mm-hmm. do you think the criticisms are fair? If not, which ones do you think are and which ones do you think aren't? And is there anything you'd like to expound on? Let me see if I took notes on the criticism. Um, <laughs> I hope it's same. I hope it's in the same church notes. <laughs> it's not. It's right above them, actually. Okay. Oh, I'm okay with that, too. Um, okay. All right. Um, remind me of some of your criticisms. So my criticisms are that... I've only got two. For one, it, it feels phase one-ish to me. Okay. Where I feel like it came a little too late. To okay. be what it is at the present stakes of what's at risk in the Marvel Universe, universally. Does it feel like filler? It doesn't feel like filler. It just like – so Civil War mm-hmm. is a movie that's taking place in these times. Guardians is kind of – Guardians and Thor kind of get a pass mm-hmm. because they're not even on the fucking planet. Do you I know what it. I mean? Okay. Civil War 
is a Captain America story told at this time with these huge stakes, like Thanos is en route. Yeah. You know, there's all sorts of issues. And it seems like it seems like the consequences and the ramifications of the events that take place in Civil War echo throughout the Marvel Universe, right? Okay. Whereas this movie is very intimate. It's With the exception of Claw, it pretty much stays in the pocket of Wakanda. Correct. Everything that happens is going to affect Wakanda Correct. and not necessarily affect the rest of the world unless Killmonger wins, right? Got it. So in that way, and also in the terms of it's a good Black Panther fighting a, bla a bad Black Panther, mm -hmm. it feels it feels a little <clears throat> unnecessary in a way. I got you for for the time that it came out. Got it. Like if it came out, like I could, and I I can see how you can make the argument that it's very necessary for the time that it came out. <laughs> I get that. I get that. But but not in terms of the real universe. In yeah. terms of the fictional universe. And that's um. It's actually a valid criticism, and I kind of – I don't feel the exact same way mm -hmm. because I feel like maybe Phase 2 uh, could have been okay. Phase 2. Because same way Ant-Man. Yeah, and, phase two. and I feel like that also. I gave that the same gripe. Yeah. That so you feel all the origins should have been taken care of in Phase 1. Not all the origins necessarily. Like Doctor Strange still kind of works for me. Okay. But an origin where the consequences of that origin are so – minute mm -hmm. in in the big scheme of things yeah where if it, now if killmonger wins right then the rest of the world is in peril well peril <laughs> 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 okay <laughs> that's good that's good um but if if Tony wins mm -hmm. in Civil War, it changes the way superheroes have to operate completely across the board. Okay. If if Black Panther wins, mm -hmm. Wakanda remains Wakanda. So nothing really changes. Got it. Um I, and and it's not it's it's not about the movie. Yeah. Because it works great for the movie. It's about the timing of the movie. The timing and what's going on in the world around exactly. It. I, I think – oh, go ahead, Chris. Well, I just – I'll be honest. I haven't had a chance to listen last week, so I don't know if you guys – it's something that – and I know why on the outside, you know, obviously contractual obligations, but where was a 100-year-old super soldier that was in Wakanda last time we saw him? Why would he not have gotten involved in this fight in any capacity whatsoever? Yeah, that's, true. that's a good question. Like, where is Cap? Yeah, I mean, what was he? You talking about the one in Wakanda? Oh, oh, yeah, okay, well, okay. Yeah, yeah. So just, just so, I'm, so we're on the same page. This movie takes place, I'm assuming, directly after Civil, Civil War, the yep. events of Civil War, and in the last thing we saw at the end of Civil War is Cap is in Wakanda with Bucky. Mm -hmm. We get him at the end. Spoiler alert. Where the where's, where's Steve? Cap? Where's Steve? Okay, are they are they busy making him a new shield? I, I mean, so I might be able to. Okay, I, in my opinion, kind of hit on both of these. Um, as far as Black Panther's timing, and maybe I, I make excuses sometimes, but it's coming right off the back of Civil War, right? But as we're seeing with something that, you know, let's say Ant-Man and Wasp, there's bigger threats, right? But there's also things going on on a local level. Sure, they got to um, throw, throw that Pez. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they <laughs> got to throw that you got to have that. 
Like, look at Daredevil. Look at Daredevil. There's stuff going on in their homes when there's a bigger world threat. Yes, but Daredevil is not on the same stage. Oh, hell no. Daredevil's just trying to protect. Correct. So, you know, the same Kitchen. could be same for said for uh, Black Panther. He's just trying to protect Wakanda because, basically, screw the rest of the world. As long as they don't come here. I, I hear you. Yeah. But the problem with that is with great power comes great responsibility. It's true. So with little power comes little responsibility. <laughs> and Daredevil has very little power. His power is literally that he's fucked up. <laughs> His power is that he's not right. Well, he can take a punch. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Him and the Punisher. But, I mean, T'Challa is the smartest character in the Marvel Universe. According to the comics, yeah. According to the comics. Yeah. He's the smartest character. He has... A suit that kicks ass, and I don't... Is his suit vibranium in the comics? Yes. Okay, okay. I I didn't even know that. Yeah. Vibranium laced. Okay. Um, I feel like some of the pot I might have smoked in my teenage years might have been vibranium laced. <laughs> but... So he has this super kick-ass suit. Where's my super suit? Where's my super suit? <laughs> he has, he, he's, a, he's a great fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he has, like, that herb. That's all from the comics. Yes. So that gives him now that could be given to anybody, but Correct. he gets it. Mm-hmm. So his power is greater, so his responsibility should be greater. Mm-hmm. I like the Wakanda story, and in the comics, he still doesn't give a fuck about much else outside of Wakanda. Correct. Everything is pretty much how it comes down Everything to is affect secondary Wakanda, to Wakanda, which I dig yeah. because it reminds me of Batman, mm-hmm. where everything comes second to Gotham. Yeah. Or Aquaman. And it gives them layers. I think it gives people I 100% agree. So I'm okay with the story being intimate. It's just there. The, the way that I was talking it, I think that Claw was the key to making it bigger. Yeah. Because Claw is on the big stage. There's also a metaphor of Claw... Claw exploiting Wakanda for its natural resources yeah. is a metaphor that speaks on a larger level. Would you agree? I, I do. I okay, do. so you can but make it's still true to the comics too. Yes, which is great. Yes, but you can make that connection, yeah. so it can still have that that point. And what Claw is doing with the vibranium and how that vibranium is affecting the world around it, I think that those, all those stakes are a little bit higher and more interesting than for this time. Let me be specific. Yeah. Then Killmonger's story, which I still think is interesting. It I'm just like earlier, it should have been told earlier. I, I can dig that. I can okay. I can co- kind of co-sign with that too okay. because it does take you out of the. I'll be, I'll be honest. It took me out of the Infinity War mindset, right? Because we just got the trailer for Infinity War, mm-hmm. and while I thoroughly enjoyed Black Panther, it does take you out of that mindset of thinking about. I didn't think about Thanos once right. until right. maybe the end credit scene when when uh, Bucky comes and. I'm like, oh, shoot, there's more people in this world. Yeah. And to the point of Cap, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm an apologist, kind of like some people with Star Wars. Um, <laughs> for me, I'm thinking Cap is dealing with the other people he broke out of the raft. I'm thinking, you know, he went to Wakanda, dropped Bucky off, and left. Like, that, hey, That's I'll be, fair. Yeah, that's, I, that's fine. In my mind, that's, what, that's how I rationalize it. I'm it might be that. my suspension of disbelief. Mm. But the reason that comes to front up front lobe for me is we go back to the Infinity War trailer. Get this man a shield. Yeah. He's in Wakanda. Get this man a yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Listen, that he came I'm not back. going that far, Bobby. That's for you. That's for you. I wanted you to say it. Engage your defenses. Actually, really good. <laughs> I've been working on it, man. Because really, that shit is strong. It's, it's my favorite good. part of that trailer. I like that. 
I, I feel like Cat might have come back, like Maybe. to pick up Bucky, and that's I, I guess because he's not going to be sitting by his bedside reading them stories while he's in a freaking frozen right. coma. He's got shit to right. do. Right, and, so. and, you know, you could also make the argument, and I'm thinking about it now, and that did irritate me. I, and it, it irritates me on a, on a level where I feel like the consistency of Marvel hasn't been as strong as it's been in the past. Agreed. They so, got a, but they got a lot more going on. Exactly. Yeah, a, a They've had to do some backtracking. Exactly. You know. But I can also come to terms with it on the on the level of, is my cap going to sit around and wait? Mm. Or is right. he going to go make something happen? No, and so I, 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 mm-hmm. I can buy it on that level too. Just sitting here talking about it. Um, so the other complaint that I had was having to repeat the same sequence two times. The where, fight? Yes. Well, the 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 ritual fight. Yeah. And then taking the herb, and then seeing the forefathers, gotcha. and all that. While I think both are good, and I think that both help the story. And there's actually, uh, I think it was in that thread where I read uh, somebody had a good point where they were like, if you look at T'Challa's vision, you know, it's like on this, it's on this continent, and you know, it's wide open, it's spacious, yeah. and Killmonger's is in that tight ass apartment. Yeah. Total side note. Where's Wallace? <laughs> Where's Wallace, Stream? Wait, um, the wire. Why? Oh, 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 Where's oh, 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 oh. That kid grew up in, in, in Baltimore. He didn't, he didn't grow up in Oakland. They didn't get yeah. their story straight. Um, I just had to do that. Yeah, no, that's fair. So, I think that's cool mm-hmm. because what it's showing you is how you kind of perceive your world in a way. Yeah. And Wakanda's world or, or T'Challa's world from an African Wakanda standpoint is very vast and wide open from Killmonger's point of view raised as a, you know, he is African and Wakandan, but raised as a quote unquote black American. His yeah. world is very small. And but I like that. I didn't I like think about that. That's, that's a good. It's metaphor. interesting. I like it. It's interesting. But, um, well, <laughs> But no, I, I say I say that to say this: having to go through those steps twice, yeah, slowed that movie down you for think? me. For me, oh man, I loved it. I, all right, here's why I liked it because mm-hmm. it, it was all right. The first one it set everything up, and I, I heard you say you like how they set the whole scene up with the on the boats and they activated the the water, whatever. Yeah, all the cultures, I stuff, the that. world building, loved it. Yep. They set it up well, and um. It was the introduction of Umbaku Manate, um, and showing that the I think the Jabari tribe has been isolated. Now they're tired of it, and it shows that everyone isn't happy with the Black Panther tribe. Do you think they're tired of it? Well, they're tired of being, I guess, shut out. Because as okay. he said, this is the first time a uh, uh, Panther king has come in a thousand years. So they're like, oh, you know what? We're going to run this now. And it, it's a great introduction. And the fact that he almost beat T'Challa, you know, he was close. Yeah. I think that was a great stepping stone for uh, the movie to establish, you know, T'Challa's, you know, he earned his place. You know, whereas I feel like in your scenario, if it had just been Killmonger right off the bat coming to challenge, it made him look like a punk. Like your first challenge and you got your ass whooped. Like, that, that was a necessary story element to show the I, procedure. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I just, as a moviegoer, was like... Could you have done with a montage of the whole flower 
And See, the, the problem is, is you need to establish that T'Challa can – that you can speak with the ancestors. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that's almost more important than the ritualistic combat. Right. But they having those two things tied to one another, you, all, you need to show them again. And so my criticism of it isn't that it, it was unnecessary or anything like that. I almost feel like it's a necessary evil in order mm-hmm. to get across what they were trying to get across. My, my problem with that is the storytelling where I am just bored. I got you. You know, I, I was excited, but only, only because it was. <laughs> I had my Black Panther pendant, and I was like, "Yeah, go to China. But I, I just felt like it was it was a great moment in the fact that everyone's rooting for him. And as predictable as it was that Killmonger was going to kick his ass, mm-hmm. you're still in the back of your mind like rooting for him because yeah, you saw definitely. him overcome these odds before. Definitely. You saw him getting his ass whooped before and come back. And I think he's. I think it's also that he. Is it? I don't know why I'm assuming that you'd be the expert on it. Uh, is it Bozeman or Bossman? If you don't know, you're trash. I call. I'll tell him which I call. I call him King. So, <laughs> but regardless, he does a Bozeman. great job. I like he's Bozeman. That's okay. what I've heard most. Okay, of he's the, he is the perfect oh, choice. He's great. Like he great. he nails that character. Did you know that guy's 41 years old. What? Really? Chadwick. God damn. And he's that like shaped fruit man. And he's American. <laughs> Black so, don't crack. So from a, I have a question about, well, the statement, and you guys can elaborate. So do you think, I guess it is a question, do you think Killmonger's intention all along was to kill Claw just to get into oh, Wakanda? Man. Was that the intention all along? I will say, first off, I think it was a waste to kill Claw. Yeah. With him being a prominent Black Panther villain, I think that was bullshit that he got killed. I think they could have done it a different way. And he was great. I, I agree. He was, he was a, Andy Serkis is the man. He owned that shit. He's I the love man. that guy. I could watch that guy cook. Yeah, yeah he, he's awesome. Yeah, he's, but I was I don't was it his intention to kill him the whole time? So if that was the intention, why go yeah. through the robbery? Why go through kill letting trust? him get killed? When when did I, he know? I know. Or or when did he find out? And my memory is trash, admittedly. But when did Killmonger find out that the other tribal leader? cared about that's what i was gonna ask also because if he didn't find out until after the robbery and then was able to use that information then i'm good with it but i don't i don't know how he even knew in my mind's eye and there may be that he could buy that guy's loyalty if he could buy talking about okay yeah because like the get out guy yeah that is his oh i didn't even catch that okay that is his (laughs) the get out his shoehorn (laughs) Like, that is the right. magic key. Well, see, that guy, and I, I apologize on knowing his name, but he seemed to kind of be, you know, a right hand, uh, so to speak, to T'Challa. T'Challa. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, oh, well, you know, he turns like that. And and part that's another yeah. problem I guess I had with the ending is, what are y'all fighting about? I mean, I understand. I Why think, are you taking this dude's side you've known for 20 minutes when you've been, this family has been your legacy for... That bothered me a bit, but I feel like he was more loyal to, to T'Challa based on T'Challa's relationship to Okoye, his, his head of security, so sure, to speak, because sure, sure. they were together. So basically, you're my best friend's best friend. So I'm, you know, my best friend's boyfriend. So I'm, we're cool. I, I also think he was more loyal to his tribe. Yeah, you know, like where it was all about because it was his father that was killed by yeah his yeah. parents. I think both his parents okay. Were so by. so I think that that trumps everything for him. And I think the whole Killmonger thing about killing Claw, I want to. Me personally, I want to believe that he could have brought that body to anybody and say, hey, I caught the guy that they couldn't. 
And, right. And that's fair. It did seem like he specifically went for that one dude with the rhinos, but I feel like he could have brought that to any any uh any tribe and be like, hey, look who I got. You know, right. and basically got their loyalty from that. You know, he's charismatic hope, enough. Hope, uh, hope that, to yeah, get it. Yeah, he's I'm, charismatic I'm enough to spin it as I did what King T'Chaka and King T'Challa could not do, so ride with me on this. So I'm good with that. I, that's how I felt it was, but I almost wish it went to another tribe, honestly. I had two other criticisms. Okay. One is the CGI is dodgy. Especially the, ri- the rhinos. Es- rhinos? Uh. Especially that end fight the scene. The end fight scene was garbage as far as CGI goes. Okay. I could have done without that. I would have loved practical right. effects on that one. So we're on board with that. Yeah. And then my last my last one, which I know is the more controversial one, is Michael B. Jordan's performance. Now let me say this, because I've been talking to people about this and they've been confusing what I'm saying. Okay. I, I got because I had something for you. I think uh No. Thank you though. I need I'm still I'm replying to that. <laughs> Stupid. Um I think the character is written perfectly. Okay. I think the character in it with the exception of how they kind of come Yeah, no, uh they're going she's going to lunch bunch. Okay, so I remember that you said <laughs> yeah, so I got I got like another uh hour. Okay. Sorry. Um I think that the character is written perfectly. I th- yeah, no, lunch bunch lunch bunch is awesome. Um, it costs extra money though, which is trash, but I think the character is written perfectly, mm-hmm. perfectly. I am slightly annoyed at how the ritualistic combat element deals more with man ape than with Killmonger. Okay. But I can even forgive that. All right. I just think it takes away a bit from man ape and there's a cool story to tell there. Yeah. Okay. So, but the way the character is written dialogue. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Even though there's some things I could pick apart, right? Like for instance, like uh, you know, one of them is becoming a meme now with uh, you know, my ancestors uh, oh, yeah, yeah. jump from ships uh, because they knew that death was better than bondage. How about bury me in the ocean with my ancestors who jumped from the ships because they knew that death was better than bondage? Okay, much much more <laughs> much more much, much more accurate, but still the same. I got you. I got you. Perfectly written, really well written. Got it. Except, not true. Oh, what? It's not true. What's not true? His ancestors didn't jump from ships because his ancestors were safe in Wakanda while they ignored the people that were being put in bondage. (laughs) (laughs) That's the truth. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I will give you that one, and I will also add to that. By ancestors, he meant as a black person in I know. America. I know. Okay. I know what he meant. Okay. And, and that's why it still works for me. I said, and, I, and, I, and I even said, I said, <laughs> I could pick it apart if I want to, but I don't think it's worth picking apart because I think it still works. Yeah, okay. okay. I think it's his delivery. Really? I love There's it. There's two, and, and, and a lot of people do. Yeah. Uh, ben Shapiro, who has criticized the movie, he's, well, not the movie, he says it's one of his top fives, but he's criticized the political climate surrounding the movie. Okay. Said that he is that Michael B. Jordan's performance is the best in the movie. Really, my issue with his performance is I don't believe a lot of what he says. Really, I I feel like when characters try, when actors 
try to be tough. Mm. There is, I do have a hard time with buy-in with them sometimes. Okay. So, like, when I watch, uh, what's the movie uh, with Clint Eastwood where he's, like, an old crotchety Grand white Torino. guy? Gran Torino. Get off so, my lawn. Yeah. It's my dad, by the way. <laughs> so when, when he talks to a lot of the black, Hispanic people in the neighborhood that are tough guys, mm-hmm. a lot of times I don't believe them because I feel like what they are trying to do and how they are trying to deliver the lines is almost an imitation of what they think tough guys are supposed to sound like. I can see that, yeah. So, like, there is a large majority of his lines where I'm like, man, I feel like he wants to say yo dog right before he says this line. Like he really wants to say it because in dog. his head, this I, I is heard how you people... like Black Panther. So I got Black Panther for your Black Panthers. <laughs> right. So it's really, and, and maybe I got to watch it again because his, his, his acting is getting such praise. Objectively looking at it, I really think people are forgiving the acting on the strength of the writing. Really? Me personally. I, now I, I'm going to rewatch it again today. Um, but, I enjoyed his his acting in that role. Um, I don't. I like Michael B. Jordan even before this. And the funny Fantastic thing is, Four. Uh, best movie ever, Creed. Okay, this movie actually right, made right. me go and watch Creed again because I wanted to see uh, again what his acting was as like a tough guy. His chops. So, yeah. Did you watch season one of The Wire again? I did not. Okay. Just check. I, I probably shouldn't. I can't I, go back. You know. Right. Yeah. But, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. I mean, like. When I saw pictures that have been popping up, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck, that is him. Yeah, well, it's I, I, hard. I, I just watched The Wire, like, last year. Right, right, right. For the first time, so I was very front of mind. Listen, I, I was moving it. here. I kind of didn't know, I got to. I, I didn't gotta know go what the fuck was going on. And I have issues with The Wire, too, and I love The Wire, mm-hmm. but I, I hate how, being so close and from this area, I hate how so many people in that show sound like they're from New York. I hear you. I okay. hear you on that one. And I think that's... When people say urban, I think everyone just goes straight to New York. Yeah. Or like down south. Yeah. Or west coast. Yep. You know, but everybody, everything has its own culture. Well, you know the, I know we're totally sidebarring here, but the one character in there, from, from being not from here and then hearing even people on the radio, the one character in that show that, two really, that have the accent is uh, Omar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah, a, I it's, agree. It's that dude. Yeah, Snoop. <laughs> Snoop. Snoop. Snoop, yeah, for sure. But she, like when know. when they said she was from Baltimore, I was like, no shocker there. <laughs> she sounds like she's not, from yeah, Baltimore. It was it's, that, it's that dude. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and I hear that do. like on the radio and all sorts of stuff. I don't not think people know that nuance though, I, when yeah. it comes to this area. I love when Snoop says so. the the one is like the most pronounced is when they're asking her like, have you heard some record that's like out at the time? Because she, she's like, what the fuck are you singing? And he's like, yeah, well, you know, you didn't listen to such such. It was on the whatever show last night. And she's like, I don't listen to that 92Q shit. <laughs> yeah, that was like a perfect <laughs> so Baltimore. Um, but anyway, go ahead. You were saying. Yeah, no, I, I, I enjoyed his acting. In it. And, and, okay. and I'm, when I rewatch it, I'm going to have to see if it's because I like the way he's written. Yeah. If it's, you know, and like I said, I'm a and, fan of the actor. And I, I just didn't find him... I believed him in the role mm-hmm. based on how he his body language and, and his inflections and um I liked it. Even he he seemed to me like a uh I guess he was an urban or city kid mm-hmm. who's from America coming in here and bringing his American black American charisma I guess to this traditional African nation and he acted that he was brash, he was cocky and confident. I agree. You know, and even the fight scene with him and T'Challa like the first one. Um like 
him just talking shit during it. And I like that, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it just made me more invested in that scene. Yeah, I'm good with it. I'm good with it how it's written. Yeah, it, I got to check out. I, when I watch it, I'll, have, I'll let you know, too. But I um, and that's all of my and, and I'll admit that it could be just a subjective thing. It could just be like, you know, this yeah. and, and I don't think it's bad. Yeah. Like, I think it's like an eight out of ten performance. The problem is, is I think that everybody else in the fucking movie is operating at a 10 out of 10. Really? Yeah. Like, I think that T'Challa nails it. I think that... Forrest Whitaker. The, the, <laughs> I like Forrest Whitaker, okay? Uh, and I think I think he's perfect for that role. There's something about that. By the, by the way, just kind of a sidebar. There was a meme going around talking about, you know, coming to Wakanda, we have the best health plan in the world. We even fixed Forrest Whitaker's eye. And I commented under one of my friends' posts who posted, I was like, but they couldn't fix Child's father's eye? Dude, he had, was that, it like that in Civil I was, War? I watched Civil War last week, and I could not... It's because he's remember, got glasses. The glasses, that's what messed it up. Off. But with this, like, he didn't have a glass. <laughs> that dude's got a nose eye. I heard that... It's an inch lower. <laughs> <laughs> it's as if one eye is looking at a squirrel and the other at a groundhog. <laughs> I heard that uh, it's T'Chaka, the guy who plays T'Chaka. Mm-hmm. It's his son that plays the younger version. It is. That's fucking awesome. It is. That's, awesome. Yep. That's fucking awesome. It is. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I think that the entire female cast is ridiculous, oh, like great. insane. I think that uh, T'Chaka's performance is great. T'Challa's performance is great. I think that I like Forrest Whitaker. I think for that role specifically, he works perfectly. He didn't overstay his welcome either. No, not at all. And he seems a little. He seems like a guy who's a little off. So like him being like the witch doctor, yeah. like kind of works for yeah. me. Um, Andy Serkis's performance was great. Uh, Bilbo Baggins' performance. <laughs> you know, but like they, they all are operating at such a high level that it's like. If I can curl a hundred pounds, uh-huh. people are gonna be like, "Damn, that motherfucker can hurt, curl a hundred pounds!" And tell him standing next to ten guys that are curling two hundred pounds. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it, you don't think his performance um, is on the same caliber? Level. Yeah, it, maybe because of the type of character he's playing. I though. think that's it. it. It's he's that brash urban. Yeah, he's could be not American else versus is a super the, serious role and versus the I'm not gonna do it, but you know, you can say the voice. <laughs> Get this man a shield, right? <laughs> You know, he he's, like, he's, like, he's like sub auntie, you know. <laughs> I haven't done my DNA test yet. <laughs> um, East out. Now, Adams, <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> Adam, Probably so. <laughs> I don't know if he wants out. Adams' uh, main complaint, it seems like listening back, and I don't want to speak for him, but it seemed like one of his big complaints was just from a buy in perspective that. They allowed the future of Wakanda to come into a loophole in the ritual mm-hmm. combat tradition. Now, at first, I thought he was criticizing the ritual combat, and and I was like, "Well, dude, they got and for they have to have that for it to be a like you your Bruce Wayne's parents have to get murdered." Yeah. But I think that his thing was the loophole aspect that like here's this most civilized like beyond what we could possibly imagine mm-hmm. society that has. Technology we can begin to fathom. It's basically a utopia. People can't get sick. People can't, like, they can heal your broken whatever. Like, it's perfect. And they're like, ah, oh, but we do have that one thing that we probably should rewrite in the old ritualistic gotcha. combat. Gotcha. Like, that's that, that, he had a, but to be fair, I think that he zeroes in sometimes on things. Like, there's Star Wars things that him and I have argued about at length where I'm like, dude, you're, no you're zeroing. Really? <laughs> <laughs> where I'm like, man, you're really zeroing in on this one thing that, that, I feel I I feel like uh, you're you're not that he feels this way about this, but I feel like sometimes he can 
he's such an analytical person that he can yeah. zero in on one thing and, and the one bad apple can spoil the bunch for him. I, and he I still thinks it's a good movie, but you know what I'm saying? That one th- and, and sometimes, and I'm terrible probably to watch movies with because I'm big on suspension of disbelief. You know, yeah. I'm big on it. I'm like, as you heard, I can sit there and in my mind, I've rationalized why Cap isn't there, why this, why, you know, I can do that because it helps me enjoy the movie better mm, and sure. have a better walking away movie. Now, there's certain stuff I can't do that for, like Suicide Squad. Um, what about Last Jedi? Hey, no. I will tell you, didn't see it. Really? I, I know. I, and I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not a Star Wars guy. I don't dislike it, mm. but I'm not a huge fan. Okay. Like, I'll sit and watch it. Okay. And it took me about 20 years to sit through a whole Star Wars movie. So, um, but... To Adam's point. Do you think that, like, had you seen Star Wars as a kid, right? Like, if if you would have come become familiar with Han Solo as like a young young lad, like a five year old kid, mm-hmm. do you think you'd be cooler now? Yes, <laughs> yes, most definitely. Like, I, I think I'm pretty cool right now. I, I think like maybe like a seven and a half, eight out of ten. I think I'd be at like a ten out of ten if, if I'd spent my days. As Doesn't young sound lad, very subjective. Well, <laughs> <it's> objective. <laughs> Uh, but I, I think the ritualistic combat aspect of it, um, the loophole, I, the loophole. I feel like in my mind, how I got around that was it. It wasn't just a, a wash. It wasn't like, all right, I'm coming in and we're going to do this. It was up to the council. And I love that they're run by council. So you had some people like, no, we ain't doing that. And a couple like, let him challenge. He's got a he's got a valid claim. Okay. You know, and I think because of that council aspect. So you think it's finding this like balance almost between tradition and modern sort of. Okay. And I'm fine. But to y'all's point, I'm also at the point where I don't think we need that every Black Panther movie. Like, you're going to have every Tom, Dick, and Mbaku challenging for the throne because it's challenge day, you know. Right, right, right. I think that's something that from this point they can be like, all right. Yeah, I don't want to see any more. I got enough. I got it twice. I probably only wanted it once. Yeah. Yeah, I'm now we're just going to vote amongst the tribes instead of yeah, you know. yeah. Let's put it to a vote. So I'm fine with that, and and I, and I don't think anybody else is in a position to challenge him. Really, yeah. I mean, the only other thing I could see would be Man Ape coming in, like, hey, I saved your life. Yeah, I want another shot yeah, at the that crown. Would be trash. You know? It would be, it would be, and I don't want to see that. I would like if they're going to bring Man Ape into it into a, a a beef scenario, which I think they should. Mm-hmm. I would like for him to feel like. Man, like, had it not been for me, you motherfuckers would have been done. And you guys and, still, and aren't, still aren't treating us right. Yep. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm 100% with okay. you on that. And, All right. And, like, after seeing, I've seen the uh, both the comic and I think a cartoon even where Man Ape challenged T'Challa and beat him. I think you referenced that last week. Yeah, movie. the Ultimate Avengers 2. Yeah, and he beat him. Yeah. And um, I thought that was cool as shit. Like, yeah. and, and, and just seeing Man Ape, like, in the in panels and stuff like how he's this huge hulking guy. Yeah. He, obviously, the guy who plays him now isn't huge, but he's bigger than uh, Chadwick Boseman. So, yeah. um, I would love to see that thread in some way, shape, or form, and, and maybe down the line we'll see it. Where he's like, like you said, <clears throat> hey, I, I bailed you out. Mm-hmm. You know, I want more say in what we do in Wakanda, and they're like, no, that's not how we do it. Right. And he just starts to brood and stew, and they're still still up in the mountains yeah. and shit. You that's, know, that's what I would like to see. I would love it. All right. So we're going to move on to some notes. Uh, Oh, I got to let my wife know that I am going to be off on next Monday so I can recover from NJCC. Are you good? I'm going to put my phone, but I'll be okay. (laughs) Do you need to find it? You can find it. Take a minute. Um, 
so let me do that real quick. What? Uh, sorry, listeners. All right, so let's get into some notes. We don't have a whole lot, but we have enough. Uh, Lost in Streams. There is a, a Lost in Space show coming to Netflix. Uh, I don't know. It looks fine. Have you seen the trailer for it? Uh, have you seen the trailer for it? it there's really you nothing. A Lost in Space TV show. That's what it looks like to me. Let me let me let me re reexamine. But uh, it's coming to Netflix. Lost in Space premieres April 13th. It's going to be in the same. It doesn't look bad, but is, it, it's, it's, yeah. well, I think it's a reboot. Keep in mind the last time we saw last Lost in Space had uh, I can't, gotten friends in it. Same here. That's the last one I saw. And was you know how 90, that turned out. 98? Yeah, yeah. I think so. So it's, it's typical Netflix where they're not showing you a whole lot. There's a lot of like uh, regular footage being cut together with them getting on the ship, yeah. basically. So like it's like footage from like them as children like in America. I'll be honest. Even if they made it a porno, I probably still wouldn't care. I mean, I have no <laughs> attachment to that property whatsoever. So I can co-sign that. It's it's just out there. If I happen to catch it, I catch it. You know, but the, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna set my clock by it. I want everybody to sit down for this next note because it's pretty it's pretty major. You've never heard anything like this before. Marvel Comics is relaunching with a fresh start. What? So. Uh, they released a promotional video teasing a fresh start for its superhero comic book line this May with creative team changes and a return to the classic versions of characters, including Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America. I can say walking through these halls, I've never been, I've never seen more enthusiasm and excitement for where Marvel Comics is going this year. Not since Marvel Now have we had such an overarching line, wide change of talent on the Marvel Comics uh, line. So I've, I think this is mainly because of the race and sex changes. Made to characters. They got a lot of backlash from that, didn't they? Yeah, well, be, because, like, the, I, I think that with this focus on diversity, right, like, I do feel like comics should represent a diverse world. But the problem is, is how would you feel if they rebooted and Black Panther was now white? You'd feel away, or I, I would, or Chinese, I, I or Chinese, and I, I think that that that, that <laughs> or Asian. I guess I should. Not all Asians are Chinese, of course. Right, but Chinese but people are Chinese. That is a go. fact. All Chinese are Asian, and I think that's what it is. Is when you make when you make characters that are already beloved. When you when you strip, you're basically passing the title over. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Is that like? Black Panther's a great superhero. He's been great for a very long time. And we now have a movie of him, and it's great. And all that stuff is good. But if they want to do a white superhero next, it should just be a white superhero. Yeah. Not a character that has been known historically to be black, now be white, or male, and now female. Don't rewrite, you know. When you take, like, Tony Stark is Iron Man. Correct. Nobody, I, I would say most Iron Man fans don't care ab- about the suit. Like, they care about how it looks. But what they care about is the character. And it's Tony Stark that's Correct. in that suit. So when you take him out and you give it to this chick. And I like, I even like the concept of this chick. 
Riri. Yeah, okay. this, this MIT student mm-hmm. that that he zeroes in on, finds her, and is like, "You are the future." I okay. dig that. Well, but it, just make a different fucking suit for her. Well, that's, and, I mean, that's essentially what it is because she's got a suit and he's got a suit. I mean, she's for, Ironheart, right? Sorry, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I just make sure I had the right. My, my, but she's she took over the title for a while. My only knowledge of that is I read Civil War two, mm-hmm. and, and Tony's obviously the catalyst for half of that Civil War again, per usual, per usual. And she shows up in one scene, and it's kind of it's very confusing because there's all you know. They literally dump everything they have into those books, and a lot of people are like, who are you? Yeah. Oh, I'm, you know, just kind of explaining herself. So, mm-hmm. I didn't mind it from that point of view, but if she took over the book, then I... X-23. Okay. People love her. She's a cool character. She's got a cool story. She looks cool. She's badass. But she put on the Wolverine suit and took over the title. Yeah. yeah. And that's the problem. I'd rather buy an X-23 book than a Wolverine book where X-23 is now Wolverine. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like <clears throat> what they're trying to do is make it... Wolverine? <laughs> Woman. I, I see what you did there. <laughs> Wolverine. I, 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 I feel like what they're trying to do is make it so that they have this... Um, they're, they're trying to di- diversify the cast. More female, more minority, more cool. But the problem is is in doing so it, by not standing strong behind a X23 book what you're saying is is that a female character isn't strong enough we Make need to we I need to have her have the man name mm. so it's almost a reverse problem that they are, are admitting to I got you I talked to a buddy of mine and and he 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 works I, I think you know him I don't want to bring up his name but where he works is a predominant male field. Okay. And they are they do hire women. They just don't hire many historically. Mm-hmm. And the women were assigned female mentors. Oh, okay. And some of the female mentors don't even work with them. Actually to be fair, most don't because there's not that many females they that work there. So their mentor works somewhere completely different, just under the same company. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm not with that. And the initial response I got was, why? (laughs) And I was like, because I think it's sexist. Yeah. And they said, because men don't get. And I was like, no, because they think you're not strong enough where they feel you need someone else to help you. So they're saying that you are incapable of doing what this man is capable of doing. And that's the problem that you can't see because you're too far in. Yeah. I had the same talk about that exact same thing. And I agree. It's, you know, it's, it is kind of sexist to be honest with you. And I think people are mistaking that as progress. They're mistaking sexism as progress. I agree. It's not the same. It's just sexism in a different form. Yeah. We're going to wrap it up and make it look nice. But uh, obviously, I like the idea of the characters getting back to who who they are and what they are. And a lot of these characters that have come along, these female characters or black characters or sometimes black and female, mm. have all, I think, carved out their own niche. Allow them to continue you on can introduce and them be to their the own stories. thing. Yeah. Exactly. You can introduce them to the storylines and have them play integral parts. So look at the, um, I think, the Kamala Khan, the Miss Marvel. Uh-huh. 
she's very popular now. Very. But she's not taking up the what we have known as Miss Marvel, the you know, the superhero. Right. She does her own thing. She has different powers. I think it's awesome. Get that big ass hand. Got them big hands. <laughs> Woo! Man. I heard humbled me, I'll tell you that. I heard she's like the long arm of the law. <laughs> wow. She can lay the smack down. Yeah. So do you think do you think that you know, Marvel and DC are both guilty of this reboot, reboot, mm-hmm. reboot. Yes. I mean, we can both say, but and I, I'm not super up on, on, on comics, but I know in the past five years I can think of three Marvel reboots and at least two DC reboots. Yeah. Do you think that at a certain point they should just say, you know, kind of, we're going to do season I'm not against 12 that. of DC comics and you get, you know, we're going to do 24 issues. I wouldn't be and against then, that. What works, we'll keep rolling with. What doesn't, we'll change. And and they do that to an extent, but they make it an event. I wouldn't be against that at all. And the Marvel thing, the same thing. It's like, look, this is going to be a two-year run, and we're starting over. Yeah, Yeah, and sign the... And that way you could have consequences that you wouldn't normally have. Cap can die. Yeah. Because we we know know we're starting over. We all know we're rebooting in two years. And sign the creative team to do... You are doing this book for two years. Gotcha. You know, there's nothing nothing more aggravating to me, and it's, it's just the nature of the beast to... Have a fantastic book, and the art is amazing. And then the writer stays on, but the artist changed. And you know the different tiers of artists. You know they bring yeah. in the B team because this they can't find anybody else to draw it that month, and it just loses its steam, in my opinion. So I don't know. That's just hmm. something that I think would work if. Who am I to say? Yeah, I no, I, I would I, like that. Yeah, I dig know. that too. And you could, you could, then they don't have to be married to it. You know, like. I don't think that any of us take it seriously when they kill off Wolverine because it might be one year, two year, ten years from now. He's coming back. He's coming back. Oh yeah. You know, and I, I, I think it would almost give it more gravitas almost because you you would buy in to this continuity and you could be like, Man, but when they killed him off in B continuity, like that was fucking powerful, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. I'm I'm with it. I'd be signed on. Let me continue. Uh so this next note is called the Jose's on you. Uh, Jose is now leaving Batgirl. Uh, he's dropped out of the Batgirl movie. Bat, he said Batgirl is such an exciting project, and Warner DC such collaborative and supportive partners that it took me months to realize I really didn't have a story. I'm grateful for De- to Jeff and Toby when everyone who was so and everyone who was so welcoming when I arrived and so understanding when I. Uh, is there a sexier word for failed? <laughs> so that's what he said. Now, this gets a little bit more complicated uh, because there's also rumors of, and this next one is called, or is the Joe on us, that uh, he was booted from the project. Uh the report. This report goes on to mention that sources say Whedon could not crack the code of what a Batgirl movie should be. Uh, and even added that in today's PC environment, a male filmmaker may have faced greater public scrutiny if he were to have tackled a movie with such feminist importance such as Batgirl or Wonder Woman, much like a white filmmaker would have seen Backlash taking on the Black Panther movie, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, that, that's speculation, I guess, to an extent. We don't know the sources of this inside report, but I... I think I'm more likely to believe that he just didn't have a story. So, I mean, what story do you tell? Do you tell? 
That's what I was, was going to ask. Barbara, is this the Barbara Gordon? Is yeah, that who's doing yeah, this role? I, yeah, and I think the problem with a Batgirl story is that what Batgirl story do you want to see? Well, the killing joke. The killing oh, joke. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's, there's not a lot of that's stories it. That's there. the only one that I think Right. Of, that's you know? literally what comes to the front of mind. And can you truly do a Batgirl without yeah, Batman? And, 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 right. and then you, you know. And then do you do a bad girl movie just to have her paralyzed at the end? You know, like, you know, can you like I'd be up for that. I'd watch. But would, but, but would would it turn into a oh, of course, you cripple the fucking strong female. But then know, that goes what, back to that the, well, read, read your comic books and you'll know why. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But a lot of the, the critics don't. It's funny. This mic definitely has like if I'm talking over here, it sounds like shit. But if I'm talking over here, it sounds great. It's like this little. <laughs> Can you can you just touch the tip of your nose to it, Bobby? Just yeah. g- just a gentle wipe. See, you sound good there. You sound good there. See, I, and I'm telling. For, I'm gonna have to shave it, for for all the listeners. I've told Chris repeatedly to talk into the microphone, and he still every time I push it a little bit further towards his face, he <laughs> takes his face back a little bit further. So for anybody that's like, uh, I can't hear Chris. It's Chris's fault. I'll take full responsibility. Oh, you sound great right there. All right, all right. Yeah. Um. So uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I buy that. I think that it's a problem with the character in in making a story that people want to see. I think that a Batgirl movie is a fucking stupid idea. I was gonna say I don't think I would go to the theaters and see a Batgirl movie. I mean, um, I, 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 I I'm definitely not invested would. In her as a character enough, especially if you're saying now, that there's no Batman. Would you go if there was a Killing Joke movie? Yes. What if it was called Batgirl Killing Joke? I actually would. Absolutely. I actually would. Yes. Absolutely. See, like I think that. Uh, Have you guys seen the Killing Joke animated movie? Uh, yeah, with yeah. the preloaded front story yeah. to kind yeah. of flesh it out uh, a little bit. Yeah, I'm not crazy about that. That that, but I like the the, the overall. Just that I could have done without that bit. But let me ask you, Suicide Squad love aside, of course. Do you think that DC is in a place where they should be focusing on characters like Batgirl? No. Me neither. They have the Trinity. They need to work with that. Correct. Yeah. I don't think they should be doing an Aquaman movie. I don't even think they should be doing Justice League movies yet, personally. <laughs> I, you know, I don't. Yeah. I, I think Justice League is fine, but... It's I, fine. They should have fleshed out the characters. A hundred percent. Build that 100%. world first. A hundred percent. You know. You can't put the cart before the horse, well, as they say. You know, there was a pretty good template laid out for them. I, yeah. I agree. And exactly. they just decided not to do any... We talked about this a bit on Nerd Rage last week, where, like, Marvel just might be the anomaly. Mm-hmm. Like, it... it I think that everyone else is in such a fucking rush now to get to where Marvel is that they're not willing to put forth the work that Marvel has put forth. They're looking like, oh, man, that took 10 years. We'll do it in three. Yeah, and you can't. What everybody has to keep in mind is the reason we didn't get these movies until we did is because the technology wasn't there to make these movies. Mm -hmm. You know, it would all look like Blade, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the technology wasn't there, the CGI animation. Yeah, they couldn't have done Avengers when they did Iron Man. Right, and, and that's why these movies, I mean, they couldn't have done Black Panther when they did Thor. Right. Right, so as as the... Well, to be fair, I'm not sure they could do Black Panther now with some of their CGI fuck-ups. <laughs> I think they won't autopilot that last Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. let's just leave the... Oh, I wonder what the... Cow- oh, By I wonder- the way, I got toilered on the rhinos. Oh, did you? I saw them in Walmart mm-hmm. and before I knew they were in the movie. Um, toilers are a thing. Yeah. I like that. There's, yeah. there's Infinity War toilers out there. I got. I just want to say we got that phrase as a toy detox phrase. I think toilers. I think toilers originated on toy detox. I, I could be wrong. I can't lay claim to it. I think they but did. I bought toy detox was heavy this week. 
Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought the show was gonna break up this week. I really did for a second. When when Tyler said he was gonna get off the yeah, it it was funny because I got uh, as a listener on the outside. I feel like neither one of them really listened to each other. Like (laughs) I I said the same thing. Because I I agree that Mickey wasn't listening, but I also agree that Tyler because they they just kept saying the same thing over and over again. It was it was frustrating. Not not it was interesting as a listener. Yeah, it was just it was crazy. Then you got like twenty four minutes left, and they're like. Hey, by the way, did you guys see such and such? I was like, oh shit, the show's almost over. I yeah, mean, and I feel like they had a hard. Everybody had a hard time getting on board at first. Yeah. So everybody was still a little <laughs> was, heated. There's still a little drama lurking in the it background. It was a good there. show. I, I enjoyed it, but it was just. I think uh, there's a little in the background. There was like, hey, was like, all right, look, man, let's just talk about Optimus Prime for a minute in the background. <laughs> 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 but it was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I thoroughly it was enjoyed good it. Listening. It was interesting. Um, it was interesting to because I I know that I, I've listened I've had personal conversations with Afote and I've listened to him on Toy Detox numerous times and I know that a lot of his views veer more to the left mm-hmm. and it was interesting that his gun views were more to yeah, the right. Somebody I, pointed that out too. They said I would have thought Afote yeah, was yeah yeah one hundred percent. But I, I don't know that guy, but I like listen to him. He, yeah, me too. I, I know to him, but team, yeah, you know, I agree. I agree. Team, so. I think that. Uh, even though I disagree with him a lot, I, I I've told this to him in person. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoy your perspective, even yeah, though I don't I love agree. Having a perspective is good. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So, uh, and then so the next thing is, or is the joke on everyone, which is just details about this Joker movie, um, with Hakeem Phoenix. Joaquin. Phoenix. Joaquin. Did, did you say Hakeem? Wa- Hakeem Phoenix. Hakeem. Joaquin. Wakanda. They're, 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 <laughs> We're zeroing, zeroing in on the success of the Black Panther. Hakeem Phoenix. I, 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 think a, I think I do that because a buddy of mine, uh, shout out to Mike Freeman, who will never ever listen to the show, but he had a pit bull named Hakeem. I think that's why I, I, I always call him Hakeem. Um, uh, let's see. has a release date now of May 1st. Oh, no, a start date. Mm-hmm. I was like, no. Uh, start date of, of shooting on May 1st. Todd Phillips is on board as both director and producer. Jeff Johns and Martin Scorsese are listed as producers. Uh, the Joker movie will be written by Phillips and Scott Silver. Uh, description of the role of the Joker also uh, – wait, it says the description for the Joker movie states standalone film chronicles the origin of the Joker set in a gritty early 80s Gotham City. A description for the role of the Joker also states as a young Joker with the male lead age between 29 and 40 years old. It's noted that Joaquin – Phoenix is interested. If the Joker movie does start filming as early as May, we can guess it'll be released in 2019. Hmm. How do you feel about non-DCEU connected DC movies? I think they need to either make a bunch of standalone films or build a world. Shit or get off the pot. I think I think they need to do standalone films. I don't know. Uh, I know. I know. Bobby, you watch them. I don't know. Evan, do you watch the animated I do. DC stuff? I do. Some of it's fucking great. Oh yeah. Some yeah. of it's oh, trash. Yeah. It's probably some of the best movies they've put out. Right, exactly. Yeah, so if they took some of that that energy and yep. put it, I think towards live action. A live action. Yeah, I agree. And I mean the, the Elseworlds stuff. I mean, there's just a lot of one. There's money one in that. Tra- and yeah. then you're carving your own niche. You're not trying mm-hmm. to follow the Marvel template. And I think that's where they're hanging themselves up. Is they're trying to be Marvel. And they're trying to beat Marvel. And I, you do I, your thing. I'm not against a Joker movie, but I, I really do wish it it helped me like this Joker better. Like, I, I wish it was tied to this Joker. To, you talking Jared about? Leto? to Jared Leto. See, yeah. and, and 
I love that character. I I, I want to see more development of that Joker. I do too. I want to see if he's gonna be it. I let him be it. Yeah, I don't, don't hate him. Me with another one. I don't you know, hate him. I love the tattoos and the the, yeah. the you know the attitude and. I, well, I like the same dress manner. And, there's some parts I really like, and then there's some parts I'm not sold on with him. You know, like uh, you don't want no beef. You don't want no beef. I'm like I'm good with that. I like that. But like uh, all that chit chat. Yeah, all the, yeah, I like that. I, but but then some of it, I'm like, uh, I don't I don't know about this as much. But I, I just wish they would I, like because it's not that I dislike him. I'm just I feel like I'm at a point in my relationship with him. With the Joker or where, with that Joker? With that Joker, okay. where if 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 he if he touched me and teased me just right, I could commit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Maybe even a little. Mm, nice. <laughs> Maybe with his own movie, he could do that. Though. Exactly. That's, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. But that's not doesn't seem it, to be what this is. I don't understand. <clears throat> I don't. Maybe he's difficult to work with. I know. Apparently, he did some shenanigans on on the on the set of Suicide Squad. Yeah, I want to get that the fuck out of here. I'm done with that. Well, apparently, they're doing a Suicide Squad too. Which the natural progression of that story, the last one ended with the Joker in the SWAT gear breaking yeah. Harley out of prison. Yeah. So that naturally tells that's what that story is going to be. So why are you going to confuse the marketplace? Correct. I agree. With, with, listen, I'm going to say that gritty early 80s, that sounds like a fucking badass movie. Yeah. That sounds like something I'd like to see. And it could fit. You could tell that story. But you probably would have to make it the 90s, but you could tell that story. You could. You could tell it for, for Jared Leto. Exactly. That's what I'm listen, saying. The guy's like 45, but he looks like he's fucking 19, so he could pull off the role. Right. Right. I don't know where what I agree. Michael Jackson chamber he sleeps he's in. He's 45. Right? He's, a, he's at least 40. He might need to do a little bit of DNA right, test. Right, right. Right. <laughs> um, and then our next note is Waterworld 2 is coming. What's the next note? <laughs> it's, 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 it's being called Aquaman. Um, it's being described as a grand epic. It's ambitious, tons of action, adventure, and suspense. A grand epic full of cool characters and comic book moments amped a thousand times by James Wan... Momoa pulls off Arthur Curry, the man and the hero he becomes. It's all about the ties that bind Mera, Black Manta, and Orm all amazed. So this isn't really Waterworld 2. No. I thought it was. Because I, I, I seriously <laughs> thought, and then, you know, the first thing I think of when I think of Waterworld is him, him pissing in that container and then drinking yeah, the filtered yeah. water. But, you know, sometimes with these, like, press releases or whatever, I wish they'd just come out and be like, you know what? It's Look, it's... It's fine. It's going to be just fine. Don't worry about it. Like I said, it's a grand epic that scoops over. It sounds like they were selling it really They, they always do that. You set you know, yourself up for a lot of disappointment, yeah. too. But I'm, I, I'm looking forward to it. It's the only DC movie we're getting this year. Well, I read a note to you. Is that this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, December. December. I read a note it's got to compete with Bumblebee. So, yeah. John Cena. Um. I read a note to you this week, actually, about they said Mara is more of a prominent character than a sidekick. It's almost like it's Aquaman. Yeah, I've, yeah I read that so also. That, do you think that's just totally capturing the oh, Wonder Woman? Maybe, on, but I, I think that that she's a pretty interesting character. So, like, if you're going to do it, like the problem with Aquaman stories is they're Aquaman stories, you know. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's I think that. It needs all the help it can get, and Mira is an interesting character. In yeah, her, well, it could it could do it could be great. It like, could be. It's the, the same right, with Black all Manta this DC and, shit. You know, yeah, it could be great. Black Manta. Black Manta. I support this movie for nothing else. 
you come in next year and you got like a scuba tank on for no reason. I'm like, come on, man. It's like Aquaconda. <laughs> I think Aquaconda. Aquaconda is definitely the name of this episode. Hey, did you guys see there? There's some city in uh, I think it's Illinois. It's it's Wakanda, but it's spelled differently. <laughs> and there was like all these, and it was all white. All like the the police, the fire, uh, fire fighters, and the mayor's office all had black panther masks on. <laughs> no, I gotta look that up. Yeah. It sounds that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, it's spelled completely different, but I just thought it was funny. Side note. Uh, and then our last note for the big uh, for the big two is. Uh, this Krypton trailer and images. You didn't like it. I I liked it. I and I I think Brainiac looks fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm keeping an open mind about it because I was signed off for the whole Krypton series. Yeah, me too. I really was because I, I had no interest in it. But Brainiac, this is on Sci-Fi. Uh, yeah, but like Brainiac looks fucking looks great. great. That's gonna get me into it because I had written this series off completely. But I think I saw that dude at a truck stop last week. <laughs> <laughs> he looks worn out. He does. <clears throat> I don't know how I feel about in the trailer they show. I think it's Adam Strange. I think his sister worked at one of them spots at the block. He took to. <laughs> Maybe uh, I took. Uh, uh, yeah. Adam Strange talks. I guess travels through time and talks to Clark's grandfather and is like, "Look, you gotta have your shit squared away because your grandson is gonna." Save the fucking universe. Yeah, I saw that trailer. Yeah, so I, th- I guess that's cool because it gives real motivation to the grandfather. But I'm not sure if I want that. I'm not sure if I want time travel in that. Like, I think I, I'm not sure if I would have wanted just the series to exist in its own time and space without any ties to anything. Just so our last TV experience uh, of of consequence with Superman was Smallville, and this seems to be the exact opposite of that mm. to an yeah. extent. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I agree. And obviously, I don't think they're going to tie anything together. I wish they would, because I feel like Maybe this has potential. Nice. Um, but they're all over. I mean, what? Something that bothers me about DC TV, and I guess Marvel's well, Marvel's kind of the same. Is how many networks do you have shows on? So they got Gotham's on Fox. Right. Got whatever the hell's going on on the CW now. They consolidated that Flash down from CBS. And Black Lightning, and Arrow, Agents and Arrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then um, uh, this is on this is on Sci-Fi. So. You you can't. I don't know. I guess they just. And then they got preacher on. Yeah, that is a FX. I don't know how that works. Uh, that's a, a, AMC. It's on AMC. Oh, AMC. Is there any way they could like just be with one network and just hey have all our shows? Right. You know, so if I want to watch DC live action, I know I'm going to tune into Fox or CW, and Monday through Friday I'm covered. Mm. But well, you know, you got Marvel on Netflix. You got Marvel on uh, ABC. Mm-hmm. You got Marvel on now uh, Hulu. Yeah, which and is FX with Legion and FX with Legion. Yeah, and yeah, which what else? There's another one, isn't there? The uh, Gifted. Gifted's on Fox. On Fox. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're all over the place with them too. So I mean, I, yeah, you're not going to get any continuity out of it any any point in time. I don't suppose, except the Netflix stuff no. and one the CW. I guess they have those great kind huge of, episodes where no. they throw everybody together. Uh, we have a. I'm going to save the Q and A for last. Uh, we do have a couple of Star Wars notes. Nothing really crazy. One is that Wookiee Weekend has been announced, which I guess is their place of Force Friday. I guess they're expanding it to a whole weekend now, too. Weekend. <laughs> and so, it is April 20th. April 20th is Wookiee Weekend. So that's when we should get the figures and the midnight opening, I'm guessing, and all that kind of stuff. So, so okay. So the stand in line awkwardly at Toys R Us with 
Socially inept people that yes. run for toys. Yes, the same. Nice. The same. And then uh, a little bit of drama on episode nine. So it's come out that Colin Trevorrow, yes, Trevorrow, may have left episode nine due to creative differences over episode eight. So who is Colin Navarro? So he was the guy, Trevorrow. Oh, I was thinking, fuck, Navarro. (laughs) Was signed on to do nine. As a? Director. And and he left, or was fired, or one of the things that happens at Disney Star Wars Lucasfilm. there no more. Correct. He said, I said to Ryan, I said, Jedis don't give up. I mean, even if he had a problem, he would maybe take a year to try to regroup. But if he made a mistake, he would try and right the wrong. So right there, we had a fundamental difference. But it's not my story anymore. It's somebody else's story. And Ryan needed me to be a certain way to make the ending effective. That That's the crux of my problem. Luke would never say that. I'm sorry. Well, in this version, see, I'm talking about the George Lucas Star Wars. This is the next generation of Star Wars. So I almost think I almost have to think of Luke as another character. Maybe he's Jake Skywalker. He's not my Luke Skywalker. Jake Skywalker. But I had to do what Ryan wanted me to do because it serves the story well. But listen, I still haven't completely accepted it. Uh, but it's only a movie. I hope people like it. I hope they don't get upset. And I came to really believe that Ryan was the exact man that they needed for this job. So that was what Mark Hamill said, right? And that was the thing that went viral for a while, that he hates this too. And then he had to come back out and be like, no, this was just my my knee-jerk reaction to it. Uh, so then Mark Hamill says – and Mark Hamill is always getting in trouble, like, talking shit. like Because he can. It, yeah, and I think it's because he likes being in the mix. Mm-hmm. Like, you know um, – but a, a Redditor chimes in, there were two key things Trevorrow wanted to be changed, and they were not minor. Those two things have been known for a while around Disney. Firstly, he wanted Luke to still be alive in 9. He strongly disagreed with killing Luke off in 8 when he had just been reintroduced. Luke and Leia were to be pivotal part of the script with Leia's... Oh, my God. Check. Let me check something real quick. Check, 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 check. Okay, it's good. Um, we were the same page as he said about Trevorrow's storyline. However, for a minute, I thought the dopest voice was on the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, however, Kennedy and Johnson wanted Luke dead, period. Second, he wanted Snoke to live, and his backstory was to be more discussed. Fisher dying scuttled his original plan for Leia's Force Affinity reveal, but he still needed Luke alive for the story he wanted to tell at the end of the trilogy, more of a Luke handing off the baton to Ray and Luke. Walking off into the sunset idea. Okay. And the last film, rather than Luke dying in eight. They refused. He argued. They fired him. Fair enough. Yeah. So it looks like there might have been a little drama behind that. Now, who's directing it now? JJ. Okay. Um, and the final note is that episode nine is written. It's completely written now. So that was handed in this past week. So we have a couple questions, uh, unless you have any thoughts on that Trevorrow thing. I think it's interesting. It is Reddit, you know, so like, I mean, I could have wrote wrote that myself. You could have. I, I think, I think with these people that are coming into these Star Wars films, even the standalone, as we've seen this fiasco with the Han Solo, um, you know, you can have your creative spin on it, but at the end of the day, it's got to be a Star Wars movie, and it's got to be, you know, what the outline reads. You know, you yeah. can't you can't go off the. I would say 
I would imagine there's an outline and here's the plot points. And right. Here's the script. Get it done. Um, not, you know, these major characters that we've made this decision to kill off three years ago, you can't say, oh, well, I don't want them, you know. Right. So, sorry, dude. I, and I've never heard of this person anyways. What what did... It was a Redditor. No, no, no. The Oh, Trevorrow? What had he done? I don't know. Uh, Lost World. Jurassic Park Lost World. Hmm. Interesting. It's where the T-Rex and the Velociraptors give each other a high five. <laughs> <laughs> At the end, when they're trying to fight the evil monster, I don't together. remember that part. Maybe I need to watch it. <laughs> um, so we got a question from Ryan Coleman, uh, but a lot of it is 40k related, and Adam is not here. Uh, so I'm gonna let Adam handle that on his own time, and and we'll, we'll sort it back out. Or I, I'd like to say that I'll keep track of the email, but I'm terrible. Uh, he said, Bobby, I only have a handful of Gundam wing models at the moment. I'm planning on adding more when I get the house. The wife is enamored with Harley Quinn. Can you suggest any Harley models, figures, statue? Um, it, it kind of depends on what your, your Harley is like, or she just likes all of it. Like the hot toys. Harley is pretty good, except for those shorts. They're kind of hard to buy into sometimes the, um, the, I love the play arts, Harley's like, the Arkham Origin ones, the Variant one is cool, and the Arkham City one is cool, but it's smaller. And then the Fig Arts ones are good. Like, most Harley shit is done really well. If she likes the classic Harley, my advice is to get that Adam Hughes statue. Like, it's fucking perfect. It's yeah, it's that, not huge, that is, that is nice. but it's fucking really well done. Was that like 10th scale, maybe? Yeah, and like it's that. like, uh, it's it, it was only 100 bucks when it first came out, but I think now it's like probably 200 at least. Because mm. those Adam Hughes ones get pricey. He's a pretty popular guy. There's also a Harley, if you look up Harley Gotham Garage, there's a statue of Harley on a, this motorcycle, and you can get... There's like a alternate version of it where it has a sidecar and it has two hyenas sitting in the sidecar. It came out last year. It goes with that line with that Catwoman up there, yeah. but it's fucking awesome. But it's expensive, you know. A lot of this shit is expensive, but uh, that would be my recommendations. Anything extra you'd add on? No. I mean the hot the hot toys. If if you like the uh, if you suicide. like the Suicide Squad, you know, like, it has a strong presence. Like it looks it good looks in a case. She's thicker too. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Amen. There's nothing wrong with that. I would do her DNA. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we have uh, Brian Brink uh, wrote us and said, "Thanks for telling us about the app for streaming your content. It really is a game changer. Otherwise, I'd never have a chance to enjoy the bonus content I've purchased." <laughs> so yeah, if you're contributing to Patreon. If you get the Patreon app, everything is available right there from the app. It's very user-friendly. Not a big deal. You're welcome, Brian. We got another one from Michael Tranquillo. He says, I have two uh, Star Wars-related questions. One, I've, I was curious what you think the title of Episode Nine will be. Dopus. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I'm I don't have any guesses as to what the title itself will be, but I wonder, I am curious if they're planning on wrap, wrapping up the saga movies. Like I thought they had already signed Ryan Johnson on to do three more after this. Yes, but they're not necessarily saga movies. 
the saga being the Skywalker, the Skywalker videos. episode one, you know, episode Star Wars. Because I think they're trying to do. Have Have you noticed that in marketing also? Episode eight was not a big part of the marketing. It's like Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Like Episode eight is there, but in all the marketing, yeah. it's Star That's Wars: The Last Jedi. Well, they did the same thing with the one before. I, I agree. So trying to phase them out so people stop thinking of them as episodes. I agree. That, that's what I'm yeah. saying. So, so I mean, if you think yeah, episode it was Episode three. Eventually, it was very prominent. That was the name yeah. of the movie. Yes. And now it's just Star Wars. I honestly didn't notice that. Bob. Right. And, and Android I'm, Adventure, a Star Wars movie. And I'm thinking, <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself that maybe Episode nine might be the last episodic Star Wars. You think we're going to get a standalone Porgs movie, kind of like the Minions? <laughs> anime, straight to anime, straight to DVD. I, I, anime. I would not doubt it. You know what? They're so popular. They went I hard think on the Porgs. They went hard on the Porgs. There'll be a, a short begin before <clears throat> Star Wars, right? They they go like, and see how right. that goes, and they'll roll with it. Yeah. So he said, "Does the fact that Kasdan wrote Solo give it a better chance than normal that it will be re- well received as a Star Wars film? Do you think he should have been part of the writing team for eight and nine? I don't know. I think it'll help it get well received by Star Wars fans. Tell me who this per- the right. I'm not. So he that. wrote, he co-wrote and directed Episode Five. Okay. And he. Okay, I guess I knew that. He worked on Episode Seven, and he talked with Ryan Johnson for Episode Eight, and he is him and his son are working on the solo movie or did the solo movie wrote it. They wrote it. Yeah. Okay. Um. I think that – I don't know. I think that it will help with hardcore Star Wars fans because Episode Five is the Holy Grail. But I think at the same time, it, it didn't give anybody any sort of apologetic nature towards Force Awakens, like especially with the writing being so similar to what we've seen before. I don't think that anybody gave it a pass. So I don't, I don't know. You? I'm I'm anxiously nervous about that movie just to see I mean I, Ron Howard's an incredible director but I don't know I mean you can take you can you, you know you can give Emeril Lagasse a freaking can of spaghettios and it's still a can of spaghettios right right, right so right. so I don't know what he was able to pull out of it um the trailer looks promising mm-hmm. I I really like Childish Gambino I do too. I think he's perfect. He's he looks. He looks I mean, really he looks good. The part, he, you know, I, I got to hear him talk though. I think he could do. I think, it. He's got, I think so I think too. He's, I think he's talented. He's got the swagger down. Yeah, I got to see though. I got to yeah. see. That's a lot of swagger. I mean, that's, that's a, listen, a lot of swagger. That's just Billy D. It's a lot of swagger. I think he could do it. I think he that's just Billy D. I think he's got a better chance than the kid doing solo. I think the kid doing solo is going to play. The kid doing solo. I'm afraid he's not gonna have the. And he almost has to because right, if it's an impersonation, can't. it's not gonna work. Yeah, but do you think he's gonna own that role? I don't know. Like, I saw. The I don't know enough. I, I don't know enough about him, and we don't see enough of him in the trailer. That's probably that's on true. purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think. But I think, is it to hide it or see that? That's what Adam. Save it. Hide it or save it or to gradually spoon feed you until you're comfortable mm-hmm. with until, someone who's not Harrison Ford playing that, that role. That may very well be what it is. You know, you get the little. Maybe the movie starts out and it's you don't even see. Maybe it starts out and it's about Lando and this and, and you slow roll and then you start seeing peaks of him and he says one word, long short sentences and then you know he's. I got a feeling that's not going to be the you case. Don't think so. I, I I'm not mad at that, but I got a feeling that it's going to be definitely a solo movie. Yeah. 
Um, you, you know, like just as the title would suggest, it just because I think just from watching the trailer, I don't know, but from watching the trailer, it seems like to me like he's going to be like a racer or something. And then he's going to go from being a racer to being in the military and then from being in the military to being fucking put it on you. All right. They pick back up. Um, I'll find it. Sorry, we had a little glitch in the recording, but I think it's, he's going to go from a racer to being in the military to freeing Chewbacca to becoming Han Solo. So, like, I think it's just a lot of story to tell, you know, and you can't tell all that story if you don't introduce him pretty soon. Do you think him and Woody Harrelson have to go play basketball <laughs> against Wesley Snipes? Yes, exactly. <laughs> there you go. It all, it all ties in. I love it. Um, and then we have two questions from Paul C because he emailed the wrong address. Shout out to Paul C. Uh, or maybe it's just one. He just sent it twice. Let's see. So the weather's been pretty crazy so far this year. Tons of shows all around that has pretty much snowed people in. There's tons of snow all around. Historically, when you guys got snowed in, or if your family all had a snow day and you're all stuck in the house, what do you do to keep everyone entertained? How do you manage that kind of situation? Do you marathon some movies or TV shows? Is there a go-to title or franchise you have? Or do you play games, et cetera, et cetera? Um, so, like, for now, we just do whatever. Uh, and my wife and I both don't have jobs where you can just take off cause it's a snow day. So if we have to work, we still have to work. So it's very rare that we get to take a snow day, but it usually, if, if it's like on a weekend or something, we'll like have coffee, like, and watch the snow. Like that, that's something we do. When I was a kid, it was always 100%, uh, a Hoth battle took place at some, at some point. And then, uh, my dad is, is kind of a nerd, like in his own right. Uh, so he would be like, well, it depends on what kind of snow it is, Bob. If it's snowball snow, we could have a snowball fight or we could build a snowman. But if it's not snowball snow, it's probably sledding snow. And if it's sledding snow, we should probably take advantage of the sledding snow. And it's all about how wet and dense the snow is in terms of, you know, and he would go out and test it and then we would act accordingly. <laughs> yeah. Would you throw it in the air like a... Leave it, leave it to my dad to take the fun out of snow. Bob, stand there while I hit you with this. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take twelve paces. Yes, <laughs> yes, and we're gonna. I tell you, I brought out a chart, and we can see how the snow splatters when we hit the bullseye, and that will give us an idea of whether or not it's sledding or snowball snow. You see the boiling point. <laughs> what about you guys? Oh, I've got young kids, and uh, at four, so it's. They always get excited when it snows. Um, me as an adult, not so much because I have to go to work. So the first thing I do when it snows is clean the cars off. Yeah. Um, just in case, you know, both I have to go to work and if my wife has to go out and do the shopping like she's supposed to. And, <laughs> and, um, but after that, then they'll sit there, they'll watch TV and we get them ready and you know, hot chocolate and shit like that. And then they can go play out in the snow for a little bit, bring them inside and so they can make a mess on my floors. And, um, you know, they might go out once or twice during that day, but my dog loves it. I have a husky, so she loves it. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. I don't, you thought of Pitbull? <laughs> um, so my no, I just didn't love. think you'd get such a big white dog, man. I like owning. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well done. Well done. Oh, uh, She's a great. I, actually, I got her from uh, somebody that I used to work with. That's another story, but snows day, snow days are always good, except when um, we live on a cul-de-sac, so and it's a lot of older people. So I find myself usually being the one that has to dig out from my house on, because I'm not digging my house back. I'm not worried mm-hmm. about the end of the cul-de-sac, right. but I know I have to get out, so right. I end up digging all that out. 
Um, like when we had the blizzard a couple years ago, I had to dig out all that. My back was yeah. killing me. But yeah, me too. Number one is clean the cars. Second is get the kids out there so you can tire themselves out. Yeah. Come and eat. And then they're good for the day. They don't have to stay out there all day. They'll go out there, play for like 30 minutes, and that's it. So I'm all right with it. Nice. I can't stand snow, though. I can't stand the cold. And Maryland sucks for that shit because I'll be wearing a tank top one day and then I got to, you know, put my long johns on the next day and I can't stand it. And then Sunday there could be dragons. That's true. Mm. So my perspective is a little different. Uh, living in Alabama the majority of my life, um, they they closed school on a um, a prediction of snow. because Well, there's no infrastructure. I think there's one scraper and one salt truck for the whole county. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can't. It doesn't make sense to to invest the money and all that equipment and, and maintain it. So, um, you know, moving up here, uh, we haven't had a, a big snow this year. We've had, I don't know, maybe six inches, maybe. Mm-hmm. And and I, where I live, the spot I live in, we seem to get more, um, and it stays colder than than even five miles away. And in, in, I live in Mount Airy, and Mount Airy proper, like the city of, they don't get the same weather we do because mm-hmm. we're, we're on a wow. we're on a hill, a big. I won't say it's a mount, but it's pretty tall. So um, kind of the same thing. You know, the, the the two younger kids, the times it snowed significant enough to go outside. You know, that was about the most we'd ever get in Alabama. So they go outside, same thing. You know, it takes 20 minutes to get them wrapped up in their, mm-hmm. their uh, Ralphie's brother suit, you know, like this. <laughs> My wife went out and bought them snow suits and the boots and all that. So they go out there and same thing, tire themselves out, come inside, Um I haven't I haven't touched it since uh, it's been a nuisance more than anything because my driveway doesn't get any sun either as, as Bobby can attest. To yes, it that's is, a fact. That sucks. Yeah, so it, it stays a day or two longer. Luckily, I do have a job where I can not go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and the wife the wife is uh, stays home, um, so she doesn't necessarily need to go anywhere. Just to the store mainly. So, um, I mean, nothing special. Watch the movies, you know, maybe. Uh, do whatever we're normally going to do inside. Yeah, relax um, day. Yeah, just a chill day. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think we'll wrap it there. Let me check this other Paul C question. I might save it for next week. Uh, yeah, I'm going to save that one for next week, Paul. So you're off the hook for one week. <clears throat> and do you have your, do you have your one liner lined up? I can, I'm good with okay. stuff on the fly. Um, real quick, is there anything you'd like to plug, sir? So yeah, Crashbox Customs, uh, dioramas, displays, custom painted vehicles for your one twelfth and six scale stuff. If you're interested, hit me up. That's on all your social media. Into the realm Monday nights on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel. I host that show with a bunch of other jackals. Um, and check out all the other shows that I'm sure Bobby will mention on the cool table. And I'll be at NJCC this weekend. That's New Jersey Collectors Con for those listening. That's right. In Cherry Hill, New Jersey, uh, the 3rd and 4th of March at the Holiday Inn. I'll be there as well. I'm thanks. going up Saturday morning. Though. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks. Thank you both for appreciate coming. It. Yeah, I appreciate the invite. Um, and like I said to those uh, other f- folks listening in the beginning, I'm going to try to have some different folks on while Adam is away just to give a little spice of life. Uh, do you have anything that you need to plug or what people do? You yeah, probably go see black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> no, everything's good. I, I just appreciate being able to come here, you know, spend time. I'm going to buy it when it comes out on DVD. I've already got a pre-order. And I'm going to build a little colony on top of it. Just on, on top of the case. 
I'm gonna have I'm gonna hire Crashbox to build a diorama so of a comp. Said, Not today, colonizer. And I thought about buying. <laughs> um, outside of that, I enjoy that Black Panther discussion immensely. Thanks for that. I really do appreciate you. Uh, um, I think I could put Black Panther to bed now. Like, uh, I don't think like. I like when I get to put movies to bed here that are, are controversial in some way, shape, or form. The interesting thing to me about the Black Panther controversy is not whether or not it's good or bad; it's whether or not it's perfect or good. You know, there are very few perfect. I agree. Seeing, yeah. I agree. So uh, I think we could put this one to bed. Took a while to get BVS to bed. Took a while to get. Uh, I'm not even sure if Last Jedi has been really put to bed yet. So, um, and with that being said, make sure to check out the other shows on the Cool Table. Uh, Plastic Fanatics, uh, Shattercast Uncut, End of the Realm, Beer and Bolters 40K, Stasis Lock, Toy Detox, and also the three new shows, which are Building Up to It, Fresh Communications, and Breaking the Mold. Breaking Tuesdays the, on the Breaking the Mold. I'm always forgetting one, I feel like, every week. I haven't listened to Fresh Communications this week, but I think I've got everything else checked off. And uh, shout out to the rest of the Nerd Rage team, which is Raul, who just broke 150,000 followers on, on Instagram, which is, which is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also uh, Dante, he just had his 40th birthday recently, so happy birthday, happy Dante. Happy birthday, Dante. And <laughs> Black Phillip, who is supposed to come by here today and pick up something he bought from me. We'll see if I see him. And, of course, Adam, who couldn't be here, and Joe, who couldn't be here either. Adam needs to make me, like, a watch list because we have similar tastes in uh, yeah, I'm sure he would love to. He needs to make me a watch list. And then he'll give you a book of uh, list of 40K books to read, all called Sword of the Demon and Blood of the Oath. And, um, I'm fucking with him. Uh, I just talked to Adam yesterday. but we were Adam almost recorded yesterday, but it just it couldn't line up. So be that as it may. Uh, and with that being said, we can get out of here. Would you like to do the honors? Tasty taint. Leached asshole. Tight dick player. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>